Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You're listening to The Simple Man with Ethan Krell and Stan, Nicky Rod and Damian Anderson. Stay a while if you know about the jujitsu. If you don't, you can come to... Welcome to the Simple Man Podcast. I'm Damien. I'm Ethan. Nikki Rod. And Robert Deagle. We have our, our buddy, our old guest, Robert Deagle. You've been traveling the world, man. Where you been? What's been going on with you? So since I was last here, so I went to I went to Europe for trials. I went to London for a week to like not be jet lagged by the time trials happened. Didn't win. Did okay. Had a couple good matches, but ultimately didn't win, which is, you know, disappointing, but it is what it is, right? Just things to look at and improve. Um, Maybe take us through that a little bit sure, and then yeah. go on after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so basically, uh, I'll just go through like London first. So I went to London because I have lots of friends in London. I, was, I lived there for a couple months at one point. Uh, there's a gym there that I trained at. And I trained with those guys to build up to trials like the week before. So we trained pretty much every day together. The, the trick was like almost maybe one-eighth of the bracket was in that room. Like, that's not even an what exaggeration. Uh, London Grapple. London Grapple. Yeah. Because, so, London Grapple is like a big hub, hub gym in the UK. So, so, like, two people. No. No, it's cool. The bracket had, it's like, cool 90, gym. 90 people. No, <laughs> no, no, no. He was like, one-eighth of the bracket was there. And I was like, oh, oh two yeah. people. <laughs> two people. No, listen. Europe is Europe is tough, man. It's, no, no, it, it is. It is difficult, for real. It is, it is. The, the last two... So, think, <laughs> think about this. The last two 66 kg trials winners, Owen Jones and then Ashley Williams, beat... So Owen Jones beat Dominic Maya recently. He didn't win, but he still got second, right? And then Ashley Williams beat Keith Krikorian, like each right after the trials. So the, uh, the in each oh, case, yeah. I'm just saying, like in each case, a European trials winner. Now as an honorary European, I have to defend European grapplers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, do you guys know that meme? Like uh, Steve Buscemi. You doing U.S. trials as well? I, I'm not going to do U.S. trials no? this time. Why? I, mean, Why? I don't know. I Why might. not? Why not? Um, so I probably so because I'm yeah, gonna win Europe. I'm not gonna have to. So. Yeah, but why not just? Oh win both? no, 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 you're right. You're right. Europe is gonna first. win the next one. That's oh, that's first. the goal, right? Europe is first. Europe is first. February seventeenth yeah. in Croatia. Oh, and then March. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I see. You. But so what I'd like to do is ref North American trials. We'll see. I ref oh. Asian trials, so maybe they'll they'll let me take um, us through your matches. Yeah. So, okay. So first match. What? Take me to your leader. <laughs> Take me so, to your leader. Actually, first let me talk about something I fucked up Fucking bad, idiot. which was okay. the oh, which, wow. which was the weight cut. So sixty six, sixty six. But the the mistake I made was I had a scale which wasn't. It's still a scale I have. It's not a great you scale. You looked at it upside down. <laughs> I thought it was ninety nine. And I cut thirty Sorry. extra kilos. No, uh, I, right. I I cut one extra kilo. So which 
Definitely. Big. Yeah, it can't yeah, make a, a difference. Lot. That's a two, lot. Yeah, two pounds of that. Yeah. 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 If you ask any of the guys that were there, I was pretty I was pretty drained. I'm granted it was night before, so it didn't affect me too much. I think I I don't think it affected me that much, but definitely it's I think why you didn't win. Exactly. Yes, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> we know. It's the only reason. <laughs> the only reason you would have smoked them. Of anyway, course. go on. Just so that people know. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Yes. Um but it, if anything, it's just something for me to look at and go, okay, that's an area that I need to improve at. And I've had a couple weight cuts for other tournaments since then, which I think went a lot better. And yeah, it's always like a learning process. So I cut a little bit too much. And then, um, the, so the day of, I had three matches before I ultimately lost. I lost to Owen Jones in the... Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was the round, I think it was the round of 16. Why do we not have Owen on the podcast? He was in, he was training. He was in and out real fast. Oh, okay, okay. We're going, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyway. We'll get Owen on eventually, but... Um, so first match I had was against... A guy who I competed against at an ADCC Open in Europe before, and I basically did. So the first match, he pulled guard. This is the same thing. The last match, I swept him, and then both matches, I body lock passed him. So I used that body lock pass that Nicky Ryan shows where you pummel the foot into the butterfly Yeah, half. butterfly hip switch pass. The one he learned from Nicky Rod, right? Is that the oh. other way around? Oh, right. <laughs> Whichever direction it came from. Uh, Nikki to Nikki. Uh, Actually, I, I, I showed him that one. It was Damien who invented it. Yeah. Well, whoever created it, it's like one of my favorite passes. And I believe it or not, first thing I did trials was a pass. So I passed his guard. But then he regarded, and when he regarded, I fell back and I heel hooked him. Because, um, I mean, it was right there, right? So As Robert Eagle <laughs> tends to do. Yeah. If it's yeah. there, you take it. Yeah. You uh, know that you know that uh, wrestle-up that I did on uh, Owen in Quintet, where it was like a high stop to a knee pick, angle yeah, pick? Yeah, yeah. You ever seen that done before in a match? I think you might have invented it. I'm just asking a question. I didn't say that. No, no, I don't know. I don't, I've I'm never like, seen who, it before. Who's a wrestle-upper that I should watch? Nikki's probably the best wrestle-upper, I think. Yeah. How about like uh, even Marcelo was like a Marcelo was an OG wrestler. He was like arm yeah. drag, double coochie. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Who's a who's a the, uh, like an infamous wrestle upper? Well, so for Marcelo, it's more like he was using guards yeah. to like sort of wrestle up in a sense. Um, like I was actually watching Marcelo this morning mm. because he's he's a little bit he is kind of someone who wrestles up, but he does it in a way that's a little bit more guard centric, right? Yeah. Rather than just coming up into the takedown. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've been watching a lot of John Satava. I like John mm. Satava a lot. I think he wrestles up really, really well. Another Marcelo guy. Yeah. Marcelo guy? Yeah, Marcelo guy. Oh, I've never heard, heard the name before. He won North American Trials 2018. The same one that you won, 66 kg. Yeah. Toughest one oh, in the world. Against Rotolo. Uh Yeah, the 2018, right? You, I think, you yeah. went against him in the semis. Yeah. 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 Mm, and then Keith in the finals, yeah. I'll check it out. John Satava. Yeah, he has like really good stuff. Like the double fold, like that double fold leg into a double that like Nicky Ryan does. Like John Satava's really good at that too. Um, he actually lives here in Texas now. He's like a two. Satava does? Yeah, he moved. I he was in New York. No, he moved down here. Um, he lives in uh, I think it's called Liberty City. I think is where he lives. It's near Houston. Wow. I debated like driving out there to like do a private. What brought him. him out there? I, I think he just wanted to move and open a gym. Um, oh, you opened up a gym. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry to take a left turn here. Is Marcelo Garcia healthy? You guys hear about this? He's yeah. cancer free, right? He's cancer, he cancer free. free? Well, he, uh, don't quote pretty... me at all. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Is he? I, I, well, he posted a picture rolling with Gianni. That's or Gianni posted it. So I mean, I'm not yeah. sure if he's cancer free, but I, mean, I feel like he can still. 
You think it's you think it's a culmination like the people that are getting cancer of like eating shit that's microwaved and processed foods and stuff, or you think it's just nothing you could do? About I it? think there is a higher um, increase in cancer, right? Yeah. Like because there are probably things shit. you you do that can increase or decrease your risk, but at some point, maybe even at, no matter how healthy, like you know, there's sun on you. There's because usually exercise fixes all, but. Marcel is a healthy guy. Exercises, yeah, yeah. You know? Also, um, only so much. You it's can do. pretty like, pretty much guaranteed that, like, men will develop like prostate cancer. Yeah, so I got to keep I coming. Yeah. You tell these young guys come two or three times a day. Know, uh, is that the? Is that what you got to do? <laughs> yeah, do? bro. So you get you get backed up and you're, you're holding in the cancer. You gotta release the cancer. Okay. <laughs> you gotta hold, okay. <laughs> Stop holding in the cancer. All right. I'm well, a big, big believer of that as well. I right, think, keep coming. No fap. Yeah. No fap is not. Uh, no fap is no bueno. How many times a week do you come? A week or a day? Oh, a, day. Say a, day. a day. And do you cry when you come? After, after, oh. after. <laughs> minimum three times. Three times for a day. sure. Yeah, really, every time. Really. Every time. <laughs> yeah, I cry four. Come three. <laughs> no, not just four. Come on. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Uh, fuck. What are we? Okay, Marcelo. God, being... That's inappropriate. We can't talk about some well, stupid shit. We we're talking about. Your uh, trials, yeah, and then he I, brought up uh, wrestle ups, yeah. and then I derailed it to his. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, background. I hope he's healthy. Finishing that up, all right. Yeah, um, I'm sh- I have a, I don't know. I have a good feeling because he is like relatively young still, right? He's only in his forties, right? So yeah. probably put get through it and stuff. Shout uh, out to his recovery. And, uh, he's the only guy well. that subbed all the way through ADCC, right? Wow, is he the only? No, uh, did Cade not do that as well? No, no, absolute. As oh, well. absolute! But he never, he never no, won. No, absolute. he didn't win absolute. Yeah, yeah. He got he second. Lost Gabo, right? He, he lost to Drysdale. Oh, I'm thinking of Hodger. Maybe he got uh, Hodger like eight, eight subs. I think H- Hodger subbed everybody. But watch his match in the finals of his weight class. It's one of the funniest submissions ever. He taps the guy taps because he's just tired. That's the Jowl guy, right? That's it's um it counts. Yeah, I mean, it definitely counts. It's just a funny match. Uh, he I forget the guy's name. UFC fighter, right? No, no, he's. Not a UFC. No. He, uh, he might have been actually, but he he was known as a guillotine guy. Dean Lister heel hooked him in the finals of Absolute in 2003. You know too much about the <laughs> shit, man. Even like obscure trial stuff. Like I just love Damn. ADCC like a lot. Um, a true fan. A true yeah, fan. if you have any person that like you're fighting against, I feel like. You ask Deagle, like, hey, what does this guy do? Yeah, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, very well, good. Well, in 2016 help. against so-and-so, he did this, this, this. Tuesday, like, okay. the moon was in full retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, lot, yeah. a lot of this came from, like, when I was training at RGFA with Eddie. So uh, an interesting thing that Eddie used to do when he would teach was he would always cite, like, oh, I saw this in this match. And I, I was still a grad student at time, and I remember, like, I'd be in my classes like, instead of paying attention to the classes, I'd be, like, watching old ADCC. <laughs> naughty, naughty. <laughs> like, and, like, just, like, I wanted to, like, I saw how he had this, like, deep knowledge of the history, and that helped him, like, see techniques and stuff, yeah. you know? And, like, so I yeah. wanted, that was a big part of, like, how I got, like, deep into, like, research. Um, like, I remember specifically one time he, like, cited Pablo Popovich, mm-hmm. right? Which is not someone who people usually associate with being super technical. He's a big, strong... He's good as fuck. Yeah, but he's... He, and he also was very technical, in yeah. addition to being jacked, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, those aren't mutually exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I, I wonder sometimes... Me too. You don't... <laughs> that's it. I just wonder. In general... I don't think you necessarily need... I'm not counting out the, the mm-hmm. research, but it's like, to be a good competitor a good athlete i don't necessarily even think that you need to know all of these different fighters like basically what i was thinking is sean o'malley says that he barely watches fights mm. 
like he. I think he you has, should watch your opponent though. Yeah, like he'll probably watch his opponent, but like to to. I feel like Rob, you do this. Uh, um, Joseph watches a lot of tape, whatever. Not necessarily, it's a bad thing, but it's like John Jones watches. His opponent. John Jones watches a, a lot, I guess, too. I don't know. What do you guys think? What's your thought? I, I actually completely agree. You so, do? Okay, yeah. Wow. I almost think that it is. Uh, I've wondered at times if it's a detriment, right? Because like I'll like I had a match one time. I'm not. I don't want to say who the match was against, okay. but I had a match one time and. I like was so overthinking like everything about the match because I saw him do a few weird things and I was like, what if he catches me with this? What if he catches me with this? The match happened and I submitted him in, in like 45 seconds and mm. like nothing, there was, the, those those threats were never there. But it drove you crazy. It drove me Imagining crazy. that the threats would be there. Yeah. And I think that sometimes like, I've actually talked about this in respect to like the difference between you and I, Damien, as competitors, right? Like we... We, uh, I'm a minority. Like he fucks you up in the room, and, but when it comes to <laughs> no, don't like, embarrass Rob like this. No, no, <laughs> no. Like the uh, how like I mean, you talked to the last podcast that I was on with you guys, right? About like that rise event, right? Where we got the same result, right? But you were like, um, you literally said, "I'm gonna rape this guy," and then I was like, and I was like, oh, I was like, Damien, watch out. He's got a good knee cut on this side. He has a good kimura, right? I had competed against him, and I I had watched a lot of his matches, and you were like, I don't care. <laughs> And then I, I went out, I still won, but I was like, my guy, I had only ever seen one clip of him heel hooking someone in 50-50. And I was like, well, I can't go to 50-50 with this guy. He could be a really good 50-50 player, which is such a stupid... Yeah, because uh, you're also really good 50-50. Yeah, it's a dumb mindset to have for sure. Uh, but like, yeah, like, so I think, so for me, like research is primarily motivated by two things. One, I just enjoy it. Like, I think it's fun, right? Yeah. Like, I, I like getting up in the morning, I put on like music and then I just watch matches. Like I like doing that. Mm -hmm. I would do that even if I wasn't a competitor. I'd do it if I was a coach, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's fun. Like I'll go through like I just went through your trials run, the last trials run you had Ethan, like watching all the matches. Right up until the last one. Let's not talk I skipped about that one, yeah. of course. Okay, yes. good. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah. The, right. the last one being the Keith. <laughs> Go <match>. on. <laughs> yeah. He hits the door and he's hey, gotta get a private. Yeah. <laughs> you know, actually sorry to, to cut you off. Um I am going to watch uh, – I haven't gone through Dorian's matches, but I do think that there is a lot of utility to this idea of disengagement. Like, mm -hmm. like he only he only goes when he has an advantageous grip. Whereas, like, a lot of us jiu-jitsu guys, it's like, if you have a grip here, or I'll play around that grip. Versus, like, if you – with Dorian, if you have this grip, I'm stripping this grip and not engaging until mm -hmm. I actually have I, I did this uh, in the mm -hmm. match against Gordon where I broke his foot. Uh, every anytime he got a grip, I stripped the grip and started offense. He got it better. He got another grip. I stripped the grip and then started offense. You Instead just of refuse playing. to advance unless it's on your terms. Yeah, some guys you can give them an inch, <laughs> then take a mile. Other guys, if you give them an inch, they're just gonna keep taking. So yeah, you, yeah. you have to nullify their offense and then start your own uh, offense. Mm. This is where I think actually, this is why in competition, the better guy can still lose if you you can out smart somebody or use tactics to beat a better opponent so even if on paper this guy's or even like the technique if you know technique for technique this guy is better than me but i can beat him tactically like that it's i don't know there's a lot of utility to that i think yeah i mean it's definitely i think a really big part of competition actually yeah. i was talking to mikey musamechi in bangkok 
So he was in Bangkok. What were you doing in Bangkok? Uh, training jujitsu, of course. What, what about that? <laughs> oh, what else great, other than that? I was teaching jujitsu also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. just living life. <laughs> yeah, watching tape. Uh, yes, lots yeah. of tape watching. Yeah, yeah lots, yeah. Of tape, lots of tape. <laughs> oh, that's enough. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I was I was getting lunch with him and a, a couple of the guys after training uh, this one gym called Arete. And Mikey okay. said something that I thought was really funny. He said, he's, he's like, I think the future of Nogi is going to be about really short, limbed jacked guys and really? i really yeah sounds like wrestlers yeah like, really? why does he think that that's because he's that he's no he's, he's like i'm the future <laughs> no no he, no he, he means like uh more like dorian types right they're gonna dart in and out and yeah. stuff right he's like wait yeah, how am i supposed to deal with that it's a prototype <laughs> i mean it's like <laughs> <laughs> i'm fucking i got the old hardware what am i gonna do ethan used to be the east ethan used to be I the used to be the jiu-jitsu yeah the jiu-jitsu the like guy, guy, yeah. ideal <laughs> ideal um body type i'm out of style Long, lanky, yeah, uh, yeah, person. Now I'm gonna bring it back. It's outdated. Why? Why? What does Mikey say? Because so his logic was they're gonna dart in and out, not really fully engage, but engage when it's perfect, and either score or like ADCC. You don't necessarily have to score to win. Still conclusively, right? Like if yeah. you are perceived yeah. as being the aggressor, and it right? goes yeah. zero zero to overtime zero zero, you're clearly going to get yeah. your hand raised. Yes, and, yeah. and it's easier to do on top. It's easier to be it perceived is. as the aggressor on top, yeah. right? The, the thing that I don't like is I think it, it's genuinely going to make jujitsu, in my opinion, less entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like there's not going to be true. I think it's not my Nikki Rods. Um, not mine. You're going to make it's going to make it less entertaining. It is yours. It's not mine. Maybe it's mine. Um, no, it's definitely Nikki Rods. Check. You have a notification. Hey, look. Yeah, your phone. <laughs> <laughs> your phone's ringing. Yeah, but I'm on. I'm on silent, brother. It, was, <laughs> it would be vibrating right now. There's no vibration, <laughs> bro. I could, I heard it through the wood. Nah. I heard it through <laughs> the great. No. What? Did you have a notification? It's not mine. No. <laughs> There's an active call going on your phone. <laughs> He's like, look, I do. So, okay, short limb jack guys. The really the way to beat them is to put them on their ass because then they can't dart in and out. They can't. You can like hover over them and pass their guard. I think it's easier to pass a stocky guy's guard than a lanky guy. I for sure. Yeah. I agree. So yeah. like that's you got to put them on their ass. You got to put them down. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think it's very valuable for for the jujitsu guys nowadays to be very good at finishing the single leg. Finishing the single leg is detrimental because if you don't want to wrestle, all right, cool. But if you have a wrestler that you need to get on top of, you need to be able to put him down in order to control and win the match, then getting to a single leg from bottom is easy mm-hmm. to do, but finishing the single leg, single leg is tough ass. to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, <clears throat> yeah, finishing the single leg or if you get to rear body lock, I feel like even against a wrestler, like that is – Jiu-Jitsu guy's gonna win the rear body that's, lock. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're very good about standing up, but they're not very good at denying hooks, these wrestlers. Yeah. So it's like, if you can develop a situation to get to rear body lock, um, I think that's gonna probably be the new way to beat these wrestler types. Or of- even like, even if you're you're stuck on your feet as a jiu-jitsu guy going against a wrestler, give, give the guy the single leg. So they, that way you can get that, connected, you can start your scramble. That's what I genuinely believe, like, um, I did this. So with, I did this I, with Yuri. I was like, yeah. "All right, he just like kind of little engagement, full disengagement." Give him the leg, like, yeah. Take my leg. Yeah. Gave it to him, and boom! Before you, you know, it, I'm top. on top and behind him. And again, the what, what were you gonna say? Yeah. So <clears throat> for a while, like you were, you were saying, like you just got to wrestle with Dorian, and he's gonna like 
have to engage you to take you down. The one the thing he was doing, maybe he adapted this, but what he was doing is like he would he would take me down and then disappear. So I was like, there's no like Gramby off his robot. He's gone. He would just take me down. And all he was doing, which is, again, it's it's not even points. It's just it's decision. You, it's, you're doing, the, he's doing something. He's doing something. And there's not enough done where yeah. I could start to get my jujitsu counters going. Yeah. So like so that's what like, I should have like done. Imaginary, it's like imaginary. It's like points, right? It, it it's is, like, which is, okay. it's yeah. fair. It's yeah. no, how that, it goes. That is like, it's yeah. tactics. It's great tactics. tactics. Yeah. But and, uh, yeah. I mean, to, just to finish it off, like it, I need to wrestle. I think that's the fucking yeah. thing. I think you need you to know? wrestle, but uh, force an engagement from the feet. Because you're going to come across probably Dorian or someone like him again, yeah. right? You need to, I think it's a good job to give him this, give this guy a single leg and win the scramble from yeah. there. In addition, focus on wrestling, getting to your single leg yeah. and finishing the single leg as well. Yeah. So my, what I would say against these new wrestler types is, um, yeah, I mean, you, you can work on defending the single leg, but it's, it's any time they're shooting. So if they shoot a double leg, Instead of, especially when you're talking about the finals or the first half of the match, there's no points. Your whole goal shouldn't be to defend the takedown. It should be to develop a connection. Yeah, to this, get this is, something going. This is specifically for the wrestlers. For normal jiu-jitsu guys, all right, defend the fucking single leg, defend the, yeah. the you know, then you're going to be in a jiu-jitsu uh, scramble. That's but, not where the danger is for a jiu-jitsu guy. It's not about the exactly. scores, about like the... For these yeah. guys, for these wrestler types, it's you allow them to go for these deep double legs, for this deep single legs, and you get a front head, you get a chest wrap, and then you play from there where now you can develop a connection to them. Yeah. If you're just trying to sprawl, all right, once that sprawl happens, he's back out, and now you have no connection to these guys. Like, I, I genuinely feel like that, I mean... I was saying this to Ethan, but you know, like um, I, we don't we don't know. I we, we didn't it. know. He yeah. he ignored it. He did ignore no. it. But I genuinely believe that's how you you have to go against these wrestlers. Same thing with J Dog. With those guys that it's difficult to yeah. to to develop a connection, you have to let them shoot, and you force front head, you force chest wrap, and then from there you're going to out jujitsu them. Mm -hmm. How do we know Damien's not giving Ethan bad advice because they're both going to be. In the same bracket. Exactly. The see? Trials. Well, I told him the competition. Well, God, I, have the, I, have the <laughs> I have the blueprint. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean you have the blueprint? On how to beat you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> if you guys keep right. winning, you'll see what, what? Third round? Uh, semis. Semis? semis? In ADCC? In, in, in trials. In trials. Oh, in yeah, trials. We'll be yeah, in semis. semis. Yeah. Maybe. We'll probably be semis, and then we'll have to face. One of us will have to face J Dog no or corner? Um, Roman or something. J Dog is uh, doing 66. He's, he told me he was doing six. Oh, wow. Yeah, damn. yeah. I don't think he'll do really well. I, it's me, though. Yeah. <laughs> Competition different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck, what were we just saying? What happened last time you guys competed? You guys we never competed. Oh, okay. he armbarred me. Combat Jiu-Jitsu. Combat Jiu-Jitsu. KO'd a guy, and then... I knocked the motherfucker out. Well, who really won? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going home yeah, this. Yeah. This is over, bro. I got a lot of views on that one. Damn. Bro, that really... I, I When that happened... That, that was, was on just, top of the world. <laughs> like I was cloud. Nine, I didn't know how to baby. feel to be honest. I knocked this fucker out. Like he has a not fucker. He's a great guy, but um, yeah. I, I knock him out and then I raise my hand and everyone's just silent. And I'm yeah, like, you were like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and then like they couldn't believe it, dude. He was like, shocked. when we had to bring Adrian like off the mats, he was like moaning and fucking so out of it. His girlfriend's pissed at me. And then like um, well, that's I'm, a sport. How could you be mad at you? Like, yeah, oh yeah. Well, she came up to me after. She, she was mad, like, yeah. "This is a game. You take this too seriously." And I'm what? like, "It's not a game. Like, it's a game to you. It's a game is... to him. That's why he lost." 
He would have done the I'm same thing guy. to you if he could well, have, right? For like, sure. Maybe not him. <laughs> yeah. maybe not you him. have to assume the worst. That's the yeah. thing. If you're competing, this guy's trying to fucking break your leg. In something like this, bro, it's like, this is not a game. And then, yeah. like, so I'm, like, just dead silent. Like, you know, I'm helping him. We get him some water. Then, like, I walk to the back. And then me and Ethan are in the back. And he's like, dude, what the fuck did you do? I'm like, I just fucking knocked him out. <laughs> I remember oh, that. There was like stoic until we like closed the door. Like, bro, what the fuck? Let's go. That was oh, that was such a good Ethan impression too. Actually, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just saw him grappling earlier. We oh we were at God. training at B team, and he was like mimicking uh, our stances. He does like uh, oh, Craig yeah. Jones pull guard, Nikki Nikki Rod fake guard pull wrestle up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he just mimicked the all of us. Impersonations, I think the best one they say. Yeah. Now yeah. my Nikki impersonation was very good as well. My ankle. <laughs> fuck. Uh, so, so do you guys want to hear the rest of European trials? Yeah, please. Yes. Okay, all right. please. So, why are you stopping? <laughs> yeah, we got sidetracked. Yeah, yeah, that happens. <laughs> okay, so second match was against uh, a Polish guy uh, who was so fucking strong that he actually popped my knee when I had him in cross Ashi. Oh, you're out, you're outside like, LCL. Yeah, like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just yeah. twisted super yeah. hard. I mean, I heel hooked him shortly after, but I walked up the match and I was like, "Fuck, maybe." I, I, I said uh, to one of my friends, "I was like, I might have just got injured." Fortunately, I didn't, but I thought maybe I did. Light pop. Yeah, it Nothing just crazy. popped. Yeah. Um, I, by the way, this is a, a tangent. I fucking hate how the word "pop" is used in the jiu-jitsu community. Why? Like, because they, it's like. What it doesn't mean anything. Who I popped him? What does that mean? It's, it's a, means a, a ligament. It's a sound. Well, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a sound. It's a sound. It's, it's just, damage. It's, it's just, like a little health bar. Bloop. All right. Well, you know? what don't you like about it's it? It's an automatopoeia. It's an automatopoeia, <laughs> right? Ain't that it? Is that? Yeah, I guess. Is so. that? I don't really know. I yeah. Actually, I don't know. It's describing a sound. Automatopoeia means describing a sound. Um, kind he's of on it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure either. Actually, I yeah. Tell me I'm right. The formation of a word from a sound associated with... There you go. Yeah. I am a verbal god. It's an yeah. automatopoeia. It is, it a is. A pop is an automatopoeia. Thank it you. Is, it it's an automatopoeia, brother. Like a coup. All right. So, but, so but what, I, I, what I hate about it is how people will say, like, yeah, I popped him. It's like, what does that mean? It could have been an air pop. You have no idea. People use well, it in this way where they're like, like yeah, I, my breaking mechanics are so precise. It's like, well, you don't know that. Like, <laughs> I sound like, like such a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, my breaking mechanics are so I just, precise. I've been hearing this word for years. Like, So the first time I heard this, the, the term pop. Rice Krispies. It was, <laughs> well, I mean, in terms of jujitsu. Right. Ah, yes. It was after a tournament I went to with some of the guys from the old team, right? And I'm not gonna say who, but one of the guys was like, "Yeah, I popped him." And I was like, "What does that mean?" He goes, "I heard a pop." And I was like, "So what does that mean?" What, what, I don't get what you don't like about it though, because yeah, it, because it, it doesn't because <laughs> it doesn't necessarily imply an actual injury occurred, right? Like, I think from usually they do. I've had many many pops for, on my own like ligaments and, and other people's I'm ligaments, fine. and I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid word, okay? <laughs> I, like for instance, like I've had horrible pops. Like okay, so I've been injured in competition. There was no sound. I've had and I've had loud pops, and then nothing happened. Right? Like a pop to me. Like I think when we talk about breaking mechanics, I would like us to discuss things in like a more like objective way, where it's like if we don't know whether we caused an injury or not, we shouldn't be using kind of like dumb metrics. Like, well, I heard a sound. Like, what does the sound well, mean? Like, what other? There's no other. I think tangible more, evidence. Like, oh, he could be like, oh, he can't walk anymore. That's a well, like, solid if break. you have a heel hook and you're slowly going into breaking mm -hmm. mechanics and you hear a pop, 
that's usually that usually signifies some it's sort, a some it's form a of sign but it's not definitive proof so for instance like i'll give you an example of a match that i had a okay. while ago where it was it was the finals of a tournament i tore a guy's acl and for me to confirm that i tore his acl i later stalked his instagram to see if he got acl surgery. and there was no pop uh, there was no sound. There was no, no way. There's a hundred. There had to. You tore the, his ACL. There's yeah. got to be a sound. Then I didn't hear it. I'll just say that, right? And Maybe you so, were just seeing red. You didn't. You know. You that's what it was. I, yeah. But so, like for me, like if I want to know, so like, like for instance, like if we really want to know if it, if a break, like if a if a joint lock broke the joint, we need to like look at an MRI. Go with him to a doctor's appointment. <laughs> I mean, like, I looked at his Instagram to see, okay, is this guy getting ACL surgery, stuff like that, right? And he and he was. I, you know, kept up with his page for, you know, a couple weeks just to see this. And like, <laughs> satisfy your ego? <laughs> no, no, no. To see, did it did it actually break the joint? Like, I want to know, like, did it work, right? So like, Eddie, Eddie told me years ago, he said, I don't consider a break legitimate until I've seen it work in two separate videos, right because it, it's it means that it wasn't like an accident right like there's mm. an example of an ikuhisa minua fight years ago the worst break i've ever seen but it was like it can you replicate that i'm not it definitely that one you know I'm what just, was it i forget the guy's name it was like a weird ankle lock knee bar thing and then was the, it worse than craig and um <clears throat> Vinny? Vinny. Vinny? I, I think so yeah really yeah. what no. yeah yeah. Also, Craig, by what, the way, yeah. Well, how could it be worse? Uh, that was a pop. That was a crack. <laughs> that was a snap. That was crack. every sound. Snap, snap, crackle, and pop. Yeah, yeah. I was there. My, my point is just that, like, like hearing a sound in and of itself is not proof to us that the joint broke, and we shouldn't be. If it's if this is an example of information that doesn't always imply, like we're tr when we're like studying joint locks, we're trying to investigate: do these breaking mechanics actually break the joint? Right. And I would say more often than not, a sound indicates damage to whatever joint you're attacking. There are exceptions, mm -hmm. but like I think that just proves the rule. Like you, very often when I'm like applying, you know, an ankle lock, knee bar, something, you there's a give. There's like you feel it shift and there's a sound associated like way more often than not. There could be exceptions, but like maybe 90 percent of the yeah. time. And like, that's I, a good, I think that's a good metric because you and everyone around you can identify like you heard it, too. Mm -hmm. Yes, I heard it. You know, instead of like, oh, everyone's going to stock their shit. And like, you know. I'm, I'm not sure that I, I agree with that. I think like I've had so many times where I've like accidentally popped people and then they're like. I mean, maybe they're just lying to me, but they told me they were fine, right? Like, well, the thing is, you can still you can still take a pop, like ligament damage, and still train. But it could have just like, been an air pop, right? There, there can there can be like these air pops for sure, yeah. Like mm. it usually happens with like ankles, right? That's usually what happens, and it's usually because th these air pops, it's like there's scar tissue in there from previous pops that are right. now breaking up, whatever. But um, it's like it can be you can tear a ligament partially it still makes a noise mm. and then they're training maybe in two weeks or something like, yeah i guess i just don't like the lack of like concreteness of it and then also the way in which people use it to like sound cool after it happened right like it's like i don't know don't tell me that you like you broke it right like just because you heard a sound right like you need more than that okay right? what is more than that i don't besides the mri <laughs> it's tough right? i want them to go ow <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's like so for instance like if you ask me to describe the mechanism of injury of a heel hook in terms of like the like the biomechanics, I can give like a pretty good breakdown of how it functions. Maybe less so with ankle locks. To some degree, I still can. Same with Aoki locks. Like 
And I think you can also like the, so you mentioned earlier, like the feel, right? That I think is a much better sign. Like the feel of the, of a give, a give. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. You feel the tension, then a release, right? Only you feel that though. For sure. Yeah. That's one, that's one. Usually hear a pop. And and then you could also, but you (laughs) can also see, you (laughs) can also see that, right? So for instance, in the Diego Pato, Kennedy Maciel match, right? You can see the give. There's a moment. Yeah, there's a moment where it gives, right? It's when uh, uh, Diego's doing. He's. It's the move you, you showed today, actually. Yeah, yeah, he's ele- yeah. yeah, he's elevating his his elbow, and then you can see the give happen. And is that his hip or his knee? Um, I looks like the knee. Looks like the knee. Yeah, looks but, like the knee, huh? but right. I'll always say stuff like it looks like the knee, yeah, right? Because yeah. I don't, I don't know, you don't know right? For sure. Yeah, I'm just like this is just. Like at the end of the day, this is one of those terms that I'm not expecting anyone to like stop using or anything. It's just for me is like, it's just something that I found funny. Like you hear guys at tournaments be like, "Oh, I popped that guy," and it's like, so if you're you're you get into you know saddle position, you're going heel hook, you hear some interesting sounds, you come off the mat, they're like, "Oh, what happened out there?" You're gonna be like, "I." I would say like blank his leg. Well, didn't you, okay, you, you wouldn't say you broke him? I wouldn't say pop, I wouldn't say popped him. I mean, I I would say like if I don't don't you have say break. I wouldn't say break unless I knew concretely that something broke. Right? I would say like okay, well, I hurt him. Hurt? I don't know. Like like what, is it pop. a competition and he I tapped? Heard, no. <laughs> yeah. So it? no. So yeah. You you get some all some audible noises coming from the knee from an inside heel hook. Yeah. He taps soon after the audible noises with a with a wince. He's like. Ah. And yeah. taps, and you walk off the mat. Your boy's like, ah, fuck yeah! But you're good work. Your boy's and like, he, what did you do to him? Yeah, <laughs> tell me exactly what happened. But it, describe okay. it. But you're also adding things like, for instance, like if he's making a face, that's another sign, right? Like I would just say, like, oh, it, oh, see, it seems no, like, no, 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 <laughs> right? Like, no, who cares about that? What are you like, saying? I would say, you I would say he tapped to a heel hook. No, he didn't tap. He didn't tap. You he, did a short. You're tap. in a rush. What do you say? I would say I don't know. Maybe it was leading to a break or a broke. I don't know. Too long. Shorten. No. So you said break. I popped him. I popped him. There you go. Is that what you guys? Thank you. On a different note, on a different Match note, three. Rob Deagle, this is insane, guys. Uh-oh. Absolutely insane. Uh oh. Deagle has been wrestling every day since you've been here. I've seen you at least one round a day. I've been doing three a day. Okay, three, yeah. three, three wrestling rounds, like starting on the feet. I want to know why. Because real quick, just to preface, two years ago. I remember vividly, Nikki Ryan and I both told you that you should start wrestling then. And your your response was that you'll never get good at wrestling. It's a waste of time. You're getting older. It doesn't make much sense to wrestle now. I kind of like that approach. Fuck. I've never thought about it that way. <laughs> Shit. And now, I haven't seen you in, in I don't know how long, but you come to the room and you've been you've been wrestling. You're shooting some singles, finishing some doubles, doing some nice, uh, uh, some interesting finishes off these single legs. What what changed? I want to hear this. I want to hear this. I just came to the conclusion that I was fundamentally wrong about certain things that I thought about how you could approach no gi. So I was under the. So this is what I thought when I said that, right? I was like, okay, there are two main ways we can think about getting on top of people in no gi. We can work on wrestling. Or we can work on using leg entanglements to get on top. And I went down a very deep dive of using 50-50 to do that, right? I watched a lot of Gianni Grippo, a lot of Paulo Miao. Um, and I thought to myself, okay, I am never going to be like, if I go against an elite wrestler, I'm never going to catch up to that level at my age, right? So 
there's an old interview with Eddie Cummings where he says like wrestling is a I forget exactly how he words it but like a velocity based sport I think is what he says and he says at my age am I ever going to be able to do that and I was like well I think I fundamentally agree with that that it, it it's not that you can't get better at it but better at it to the level that you can actually perform it effectively against people who are elite at it right so I was like okay so it's a better use of my time to work on using leg entanglements to get on top but what I have realized I discounted was the value in which wrestling enables you also to get into leg entanglements, which is a big part of the equation for someone like me, right? So for me, maybe it's not even always about finishing the takedown. Yeah, you, you fall back into an Ashigurami now. Exactly. It's about having the valid threat of the takedown, which encourages the defensive reaction that can lead to the leg entanglement, which otherwise I maybe would not have been able to get. And also the other thing about wrestling is that as I've gotten, like, I don't, I'm not old, but like, as I've gotten older, what I think I've realized is that, you know, um, the simplest solution is usually the best thing, right? And so I was obsessed with all these, like, really complicated, fancy looking guards. And I think now maybe just like coming up on a single leg is a better option half the time, right? Because it's just simpler, more straightforward, right? Coming up on a single leg, coming up to a body lock, putting someone down like that, uh, maybe is a more straightforward way to get on top. Uh, than doing all these like complicated like if you look at the so if a good match to watch for uh, looking at like the sort of game I was trying to play in terms of using 50-50 to get on top is Gianni Grippo versus Paulo Miao right and then also at do you remember when we were at the Austin Open and then there was that Adam Benyun versus uh, I think it was Miha Perevic match um, versus who? Miha, I think it was oh, Miha. No, no, oh, was it no. Austin Orende? Day? No, different it, it, weight class. No, it was, ab- it was absolute though. They it, they uh, definitely went. I against remember what you're day. talking about, but no, no, no. We were watching Benny Yoon, not it was, Miha. It was it was Austin Orende. I'm pretty oh, sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Benny Yoon versus Austin Orende. It was a 50 yeah. 50 back and forth, and I said it was such a boring match. And he was like, "Really? It was one of the most interesting matches I've ever seen." Because for me, <laughs> I find that boring as fuck. But I, I'm sure D will be like, "But you see like, oh, the intricacies. Yeah. <laughs> so much to write down. But so, so much for, to study." For me, like what I got from that was that was the beginning of my belief that yeah, this is because like because like I thought it was interesting, not because I saw stuff that worked, but because I saw stuff that didn't work. Right? I'm like, oh, this is not working. Right? Like. Adam could How fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't get out of his 50-50. Austin's 50-50. Like if, again, I, I hope it was Austin. I hope I'm remembering the name right. Austin was locking the 50-50 and he just wouldn't let go. And Adam couldn't get out and it was just a boring stalemate. And for Fucking me terrible. Yeah. Like, but I liked it because I'm like, but it's all right. For when I when I watch matches, I'm like, I'm not like a sports fan. I'm like looking for like information, right? Like, so like for me, the information there was like, okay, um, this doesn't work and that was the beginning of my realization of like okay this not that it doesn't work it can work but like maybe a better way to do things is for instance like you would never see marcelo garcia go to 50 50 to to try to get on top right he uses wrestle ups into ashigurami into like x guard there's actually one interesting case where he uses 50 50 to get on top in the finals match he had in adcc 2003 the one that he won he used backside 50 50 to get on top actually i'm gonna yeah I swear to God, if you look it up, it's it's kind of crazy to see. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go and like uh, out on a limb, and I I don't think it's possible to get on top with fifty fifty if there's no threat of a heel hook. So in IBJJF back then, when there was no heel hooks, mm-hmm. absolutely useless position. I think the only way you can threaten a sweep 
with 50-50 is the threat of inside spin or outside spin where you can start getting heel exposure to force them on their butt to now so they're defending a knee come up on top. I wouldn't go that far because it was a big part of the IBGF Nogi meta, right? I think they're I think you could definitely probably. sweep someone. How do you sweep them? There's a, watch How? Paulo. We 50, 50 put the leg to the outside, stand up. G Gianni yeah, Gribble used to do that up. a lot. There, there's yeah. no danger. There's no threat for them to go There's down also no up. threat for you, so you could play around with your heel. and you could Exactly, like, yeah. yeah. There's a way to do it, but I, what no. I'm saying is like I don't think it's optimal. Right, I think well. it's use. I, I think if the person is not an idiot, they can stay on top. Maybe. There's no reason for them to sit to their butt. I don't know. I don't think it's that. They're, they're not hiding their heel. They're not doing. Anything. I feel like I could get enough weight in your leg on like from bottom 50, 50. I could like get on top. How? My knees higher than your hip. You play with an inside hand. There's no way you're getting. Your you're hip saying if you're it. already on top. Yeah. 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 But that's it. Not if we're double seated. If you're double seated. You can like go up before them. Right. Like, well, yeah. Then there's a battle there. there yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I'm yeah. saying when one person's on top, other person's on bottom. If there's no heel hook. There's no threat. There's no way you're sweeping unless the guy makes like a dumb mistake. Yeah, I kind of actually like, do agree with that. that I would like go standing, as far as to say that. Yeah. But anyway, hold on. Let's yeah. go back to – let's just finish European trials. We'll get to oh, that. Oh, yes, yes. Back to European <laughs> Match so, number three. Match number three was against a Norwegian guy who – so interesting story about this. I had refed one of his matches at ADCC Thailand previously. Oh. So I had seen him compete – and stuff. Mm. I did not realize how fucking strong this guy was. Like he was really, really when strong. When you raised his hand, did you not like get a? He lost. Oh, so I didn't raise his oh. hand. <laughs> yeah. So were you more confident going against him because you knew he lost before, or were you like, yeah, but I he, can't lose. It. He only lost because of a, a, an unbelievable <laughs> a bad ref decision. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he might have said that he lost because of an unbelievably like bad tactical decision. So one fifty fifty. Uh, it would no. He um, the the other guy shot a double on him and then. The Norwegian guy slapped on a guillotine, okay. and they. And then the Norwegian guy went to his hips, because the first athlete initiated the takedown. If he gets his head out, he's going to get the two points. Yeah. Right. So, at how many seconds do you need in order to get a score? You need three, three. seconds to get yeah. a score, right? So, the Norwegian guy held on to the guillotine up until there were four seconds left in the match, uh, and then he let go of the guillotine, and then. The three, three seconds, seconds. transpired, and I get, and I and I like we, you know, wow, the re wow. the ADCC ref doesn't necessarily give the points, but like that you signal it, right? I basically like, signaled it, yeah, and so yeah, then yeah. you got the points, right? Yeah, that, you also have to understand. I think it's some of these, some of the opens, like it, you know, the the ref and the judge definitely do like work together a lot. Like even even at the Asian trials, like there was a lot of like the table judges asked for me as the mat ref for a lot of input on various things, right? So you have a, um, you have a different perspective on some shit, like if the sub is on or off. like if they're all on one side you could yeah. be like yeah he's out or something no. yeah for sure yeah um even they'll ask like do you think that was a score right like stuff like that right um and, and so anyway um so the other guy got the points that he won but had he held on to the guillotine we would have most likely given him the decision like i think he did a better job but he you know he got he, he got scored on he should have just held the guillotine you, like had, to you had to demotivate him too because you're gonna face him later so you want <laughs> exactly. to slow what happened in your in your yeah. match against him. so yeah. in my match he was super strong and he uh i don't remember everything about it but I, um you know it was a lot of like me trying to pull him into entanglements and then near the end i got him uh into first i went for an outside heel hook 
and I just didn't feel like I had like the right pressure for it. It wasn't tight enough. Did you hear any pops? I didn't hear any pops. No. And so then I switched it inside, and then I got the inside heel hook, and it, it was a really strong one. I I didn't hear a pop though, but it was really strong. Yeah. All right. So heel hook submission match number four. So that was the one that I lost. I went against Owen, and I didn't really know much about Owen. I had actually got I had no idea who Owen was until trials. Yeah. Um, I, I had gotten lunch with him and a couple other guys in London the day before, and we just, I knew him like sort of on like a very superficial personal level, but I, di- I didn't really know anything about his game. He's he feels very like hard to predict. Like he does weird stuff. Like yeah, yeah. he did some things where I was like, what? I was like, this is so weird. Like he would uh, grab my hands, almost like spin me like a like a Beyblade top, right? Like <laughs> yeah, and I was like standing. Uh, no, seated. I was seated. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, seated. Okay, okay. yeah, and. Um, yeah, and I think that, like, um, in that match, I was... So, like, one thing that I, I definitely want to improve upon as a competitor is, like, thinking more tactically in the middle of a match, right? So I think that I sometimes get into, like, a... It's a bad habit of just getting, like, hyper-fixated on... It's tunnel vision. Yeah. Tunnel vision of, of leg-locking the guy, right? So, like, especially if it's someone who I think is good, which I thought... You know, I didn't know Owen well, but I definitely thought he was good, right? Like... Um, having seen a couple of his matches earlier that day and stuff and having talked to people, they said like he was like an up and coming, like very good guy. So I was like, okay. So I thought I was like, oh, I, 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 this is not a good thing, but I was like, I have to leg lock him. So I got way too fixated on that. You sometimes lose to guys because you start respecting them more. Yeah. More than necessary. I I agree. Yeah. Like no matter if he's better mm. or worse, whatever. But like, I think like over respect is Mm. just close to like fearing them and that's your, your I, goal yeah. in competition should be to win first sub second right which I is agree. hard which for is sure. hard for some guys to comprehend because they want to sub so bad and there's, mm. there's this big thing in jiu-jitsu it's like oh well you just beat him by points you didn't actually uh submit him it's like and imagine in a wrestling match you only counted if and i pinned an opponent what the fuck are you talking about yeah. i just beat this guy 10 to 0 and you're saying like oh you didn't you didn't pin him you didn't uh submit him so i think Step, goal one, win. Goal two, submit. Yeah. And if it's if you're talking heel hooks, probably best opportunity to heel hook is before you guys get sweaty. First three or four minutes, go for heel hooks, then start thinking about points. Yeah. You know, that was something that actually uh, John had changed. When we first, this is when I first started going to Henzo's, and uh, I didn't know much about ADCC, but Gary was doing ADCC. His whole thing was that I don't care about winning. It's about subbing. That's what that's what Gary would say. He's like, I want to sub. I want to sub them. Like I don't care about like you it's know backwards. these points. It's like, exactly. And then that's why all my losses are from I just didn't <laughs> care about winning. I just but, wanted dude, to sub. same exactly. That's but why then, I lost. Yeah. Then I think 2017 ADCC that camp Wait, leading up. Can I just cut in real quick? Oh. I just want to be clear that that's not why I'm saying that I lost. What 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 I'm saying that exactly no like what I'm saying is that. It's not that, uh, like, oh, I could have won if I had just changed my mindset. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying Tactics is... Tactics-wise. Probably I could need have. To, it, it's, it's the development of a skill, which is, like, so, for instance, like, I watched Tommy Langaker earlier in the day, and he really impressed me with his, like, in-match tactics to make adjustments relative to the opponent and that's something that i need to get better at that's what i'm saying not that like oh i would have i would have simply defeated owen if my mindset was different right like that's not oh, what are you all following along yeah <laughs> but sorry anyway go on uh oh yeah but basically before the 2017 adcc is when i saw john actually make a switch and then started talking about rule sets mm-hmm. like before that gary would literally they would all say 
yeah, fuck that. I want to sub them. I don't care about winning by points. Or if like if they lost, it was by points. Like I remember uh, Gary fought Gianni Grippo on Kasai, didn't care about points at all. And like he was just trying to go for a sub, and I think he ended up losing. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember that on Kasai? The, yeah, the one uh, where it was like a tournament. I think Enrico was there. got choked unconscious, right? Who? Enrico Coco. Oh, I don't Is remember that. that. What I'm talking about. Uh, well, I've seen the tournament. I know which one you guys you, are talking about. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. But I, and, and Gianni beat him. Who right? choked him unconscious? Uh, fuck. This Brazilian guy. Oh, oh, that's the... Oh, I know who this is. This yeah. is the guy. So JT Torres went against him. Yeah. ADCC 2017. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then JT... I thought JT should have lost that match. That was a oddly yeah. tight... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I forget. Now, and I remember the, the forget choke, his name. too. I forget his name. He's very good. Um, but, yeah... But anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. So anyway, sorry. Um, going back to your final finals match. Final? No, was that was uh, that was round of sixteen, I think. Okay, okay. So uh, Owen Jones, what what happened? In- yeah, and then he uh, he swept me, and then like near. Oh, he pulled on you. Uh, we were like double seated, like okay. leg lock fighting sort okay, of. Okay. And then um, I don't really remember how the sweep happened, but like yeah, he swept me, and then he near the end towards the match. He threatened a guard pass, which if I, so like, this is basically what happened in my mind. Like there was like 20 seconds left. I was like, okay. I was like, I'm not going to win at this point. And this is a bad, I know it's a bad mindset. Bad mindset. Cause you were bad down on points. Because there's 20 seconds and I'm down on points. And so he's about to pass. Oh, he Wait, let, me, let, me, let me just finish. Right. So he's about to pass. And in my mind, I start, I, well, I started a turtle and then I thought, I was like, okay, I'm denying the points, but like, what if he takes my back and chokes me out? And I just flopped on my back and just gave him the pass. Cause I was like, he's gonna, I was like, he's gonna win anyway, right? Like, why threaten getting choked? Fight to the death. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I actually agree with that, but like, I'm just being transparent about like, you need to you know. train at B team more. You're not here enough. You yeah. would become a dog I, I in mean, this room. I, I love like. being here, right? The training is like the best, right? I just also like, there's two things. One, I don't really like living in Austin. Or really anywhere in the U.S. To be perfectly honest, what, why? Because taxes. Uh, it's, no, it's de- nicer in Asia for Rob uh, for <laughs> undisclosed reasons. No, it's the cost. The big a big part is the cost of living, right? My cost of cost living. Of other things what's too. your what's your, your, what's, your, what's, your uh, <laughs> what's your ethnicity? Uh, I'm Italian American. Mm. Yeah. It's Bangkokese. <laughs> it's where you belong. It's a soul. <laughs> my die. My heart is in Thai. My die. My die. My die. What's that mean? It's like means like I think cannot in Thai. Oh. Um, Put tie dye nitnoi. Tie dye. Speak Put, a little bit of Thai. Speak a little bit of Thai. Oh, wow, yeah. just enough. Nitnoi, nitnoi, very little bit. Yeah, but yeah. so. How, yeah. Do you, how do you say? Do you have a wiener? Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Oh. Uh, you should. <laughs> <laughs> kun, kun, kun katoi. Kun katoi. That means kun like, katoi? are you a lady boy? Oh. So you can say kun katoi. Yeah, you can. Uh, you, you know, you know that. how to say that a lot. Yeah, I mean, but You've that never. It never Look, I don't that. know how to say that. Oh, Katoi. How do I say that again? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, but like, uh, <laughs> you could say Pomcha Pomcha Puyin. What is that? Means I like women. So pom, 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 you don't pom, say that often, huh? Not really. I usually <laughs> say pom chop katoi. <laughs> but this is, okay, this is like, a, the, like the lady boy, right? Or yeah, I like I like lady boys. Yeah. Ah. Okay. So the first time I went to Thailand, I hung out with some some Thai guys there, right? Who own a gym, right? Okay. And we were walking around, and they told me like, if you're in Bangkok in certain areas, lady boys are going to come up to you, right? Mm. So they told me to say to the lady boys, "Ow my." 
What does that mean? They told me it said, I'm not interested. Oh, what does it mean? It means I want to try. Oh, so, <laughs> so, 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 <laughs> so these lady boys are coming up to me and I was like, oh my, oh my. We don't make it this hand sign as well, right? They go away. And they were like, what the fuck? Like, what is, like, it's I'm like, like, yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> All right, let's get this over with. <laughs> and, and they would keep coming up to me. I'd be like, oh my, oh my. And like, I don't understand what's going on. Like, that is so funny. Yeah, but anyway, so, so you had to go through. I wasn't, it, right? yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, it would be insulting to them if I did it. <laughs> so like, yeah. But anyway, so I will say, lady boys are like so fun to just like shoot the shit and talk with. Like they are legitimately hilarious. Yes, they are. <laughs> no, bro, they are. They are. On, I took. Okay, this is a funny story. Yeah, I mean, it, it is pretty funny. What's funnier than a be a girl, a guy being a girl? It's no, so, it's, it's so not, goofy. It's pretty funny. It's no. backwards. It's you're like the funniest thing. In, it's, it's, a guy, guy, it's a guy. It's a guy. That has tits uh, and, okay. a, and a wiener. I think it's like well, it's a guy. It's a, well, yeah, it's a double a entendre. I think like bro. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so if you if you if you, you, if you use Tinder in Thailand, right? Yeah. You're going to match with some of them because they're indistinguishable at first. Wait, you're on Tinder? You said if you are in Tinder in Thailand, hypothetically, uh, if one yeah, were to be, someone, right? Right? If someone, not you, were to, not, not you, I'm not saying you know. me. I'm just saying yeah. someone, right? If you were to be on Tinder in Thailand, hypothetically, <laughs> sorry, uh, you're going to match with some of these ladyboys. Is yeah. there a section in Tinder for says both? Uh, no, just they just put themselves as women. Oh really? Yeah, they and probably so, say it in their bio. No, but and they're gonna like. Really, I never. They'll had, be honest. Yeah, right? they're always gonna tell you, right? Or, yeah, or you're so, gonna find out. Or so uh, you know. I mean, one or two may have slipped in. This badge looks weirdly right. like a penis. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. But like, yeah. um, so here's a, okay. Here's this a funny, vagina has a boner. What a, <laughs> what a six inch clitoris! Of <laughs> oh my god. So here's. Let me tell you guys a, a good story, right? So a guy with a beard. Yeah. So one. Okay. So there was this one lady white who I would like me and a couple of the guys in Bangkok, some of whom who you guys know would like go and talk to these lady boys. Right. And she asked me one time, like, why do you never, why have you never like fucked me? And I said, do you want the honest answer? And she said, yes. And I said, because I'm scared. <laughs> like, you might because like I'm not it. gay. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, once you cross that I'm line, I'm scared. I like it. <laughs> I'm scared. Exactly, yeah. It's like, there's this line that look, before you cross it, you know where you stand, right? Once you cross it, you can't be sure. Right? No, once you cross it, you know you're gay. No, I'm not That's sure. It. What if yeah, they don't have know. a dick? What if they don't have a dick and it's balls? It's too bad. You have Brother. been declared okay, okay. out of the right. Let me give you a hypothetical scenario. Imagine you meet a... I can show you pictures. In fact, I have shown you guys pictures. Yeah, you've of like, sent them. <laughs> all right, all right. You know what? I've looked this up. Wait, let me let me give my hypothetical. Let me give my interrupting So, okay, let's say you meet like a girl. She's a ten out of ten. She's an absolute smoke show. Not a girl. But just but you don't know that yet, Real right? Quick, okay, go on. <laughs> so you you fuck her. And no, it, no, you no. can't tell. Let's just say you, you can't can tell. tell. But let's How just say you can't. I, I don't know. It I haven't... smells like a man. All right, got but, knuckles pointy as fuck. Bitch been doing Muay Thai since. But what if they? No, what if they look? You, I'm just saying. What if they look indistinguishable? You cannot tell. Not you can tell. So they have. You guys need to come to Bangkok, Dude, and I will show you guys. Quick, that that's no, no, not you can, true. Just like you can tell the difference between a horse and a zebra, you know what the fuck a zebra is. Real quick, I'm telling real you guys, quick. it's not like that. Right, There's Rob, some of them Rob, you Rob. can't tell. No, no. On the outside, yes, you can see. Our, they look like chicks. Out of curiosity, I've looked at post-op 
trannies. So you've gone deeper than me. Bro, I've never it's looked a at this. fucking mess down there. It is a mess. Uh, it is Arby's. Fucking, we have can, the meats. Dude, you can tell right away. Oh, it's like that was a scrotum. What if it's just a ball sack with a with a pussy dude, hole? Dude, it's fucking. You can't. You're not fooling anybody. All right, hence my fear. alien versus predator four. <laughs> like, so, so what I'm saying is, like, it's an inverted penis. This is why I'm scared, right? I'm scared of this and other things, right? So I can't cross that line. Um, but anyway, so to bring it back. Fuck. <laughs> All right, Owen Jones. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. But so anyway, that was All European right. There's no way you can't tell a difference. You, um, you, yes, you, yes. There's even a smell. I, guys smell a certain way. <sighs> chicks smell a certain way. We're you you got to like, like vet them to the death. Like, okay, so the vet, tr- the tr- they also vet, probably have like, AIDS. Ma- make sure, like screen them. You know, if you if you're saying you can't tell, I'm telling then you, there's show some, me your ovaries. There's some, yeah, show me your no, fucking. No. Without certain, looking at without like, looking at genitalia, I would agree. Okay. it's gonna be very difficult. It's gonna be, it's, I don't it's, think so. There is a way to Even check. The, you can look at their elbows. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> the size of what? the proportion of their wrist. Oh, I, you're doing like mathematical protractor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't move. Males had different proportions. But look, there's a three-step system that you use to check if they're a ladyboy. It's very simple. Dig, the tape. ball, ball. The first one, no, because what if they had the surgery? And, or what if they're not naked, right? So the three-step system is as follows. It's very easy. First thing you do is you check Adam's the, apple? The Adam's apple, okay. right? But Can that, you get that taken out? Uh, I think so. So that's not there's a conclusive surgery for sign. everything these days. Mm. You can fucking... That's not a conclusive sign, right? The next thing is the elbows, right? Men, that, wait, wait, wait really? Yes, I yes. told you. Women, women's <laughs> elbows are hyper... <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Yes, women's elbows are hyper... You'll see that they are more Oh, flexible. not all of them are hyper. In general, in general. No, men, men's, men's elbows in general can't extend back as much, right? Yeah, mine yeah, only yeah, go to yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> so man, so, so, so here. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, go. And the, all over the, <laughs> the third thing the third thing is the, the is the feet. How salty feet. do they taste? Oh, my God. <laughs> or probably how wide they are. Like, if a bitch got platypus feet, she got extra grip. That's a that's a guy. Probably. <laughs> chicks, <laughs> chicks, <laughs> chicks probably got more narrow feet. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, is that a real thing, or are you just... I'm just making... I'm just oh, kidding. Probably right, women's sizes. The whole body is going to be... Yeah, it's going to be fucking different. But, like, to discern it just from, like... But the oh, thing is, like what, what you're discounting, like it's a different culture there in terms of like the use of uh, estrogen over there. So they'll Pull, use, do you have? Sorry, go go. They'll start using it. Like if a, if a Thai person determines that they want to be a katoy or a ladyboy, they like I've learned this from talking to them because I think it's interesting. They'll start using it at a very young age. Oh, they it, just do it right away. Like, at like 12, very, 13, 14. They'll wow. start using estrogen. Wow. Not always, but sometimes. Yeah. Right. I wonder if the ladyboys can squeeze their man pussy like a girl can squeeze. Vagina. Excellent question. <laughs> okay, you know we should mean? we should test if Nikki Rod can discern. Like, do you have like <laughs> oh women God. and men photos? In I'll your be phone? able to tell I immediately. Do, I do not. Not okay. Yes, I do actually. Yes. You think you could like right away? I'd let's be able do to it tell. off the air. Let's do it off the off air. the air. Yeah, I don't want to do this on the podcast. I think that would be great. We can no, put the, we can are, put the photo. Some of these on. pictures are, are new set. New podcast, man. Guess the lady boy, male or male. I am serious. I bet Damien would approve of this. <laughs> well, hold on. Some of these but pictures you, are of they, girls they, who they, I actually like. Know okay, okay. Well, yeah, are they I, girls? Uh, some of them. Some yes. of them. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Well, I mean, oh, would they funny. get offended? They're going to make yeah, an appearance. Yeah, I don't want to like put them on the podcast. Okay, like, fine. That's yeah, but uh, we'll do it off I can the definitely air. tell. Sorry, we'll do it off the air. It's yeah. going to be very interesting. I can tell it definitely no problem. We'll see. Okay, we'll see. And then you can okay. put the put in the 
description somewhere. Like five what, out of ten. Yeah, yeah, we have a, what, what, okay, grade, what David, grade he yeah, got? We're gonna do this. Yeah. Nikki, New podcast we're gonna do section. a test. D- Rob Deagle has a bunch of photos. Wait, but let's be clear about why. Oh, no, we're gonna fail. Let's be clear about why. No, he's saying he's gonna pass. You're not gonna pass. It's only for him, right? So I agree that I'm gonna fail. I can't. Yeah, you guys aren't manly enough. All right, please. Let's do it now. Let's no, do it now. That's what I'm now. saying. No, let's no, do it now. No, please, no, no, please. No, he doesn't no, no. want because some of them. Because he knows, some, like some the, of them, some of them are like some of the like uh, cisgendered women are people who I know. Cisgendered? That would be like the, the I forget trans and then cis, right? Would be what like the, the fuck is trans cis? are no, you mean cis, no, cis are normal chimps? It would be like a, a regular cis is a real girl. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Cis is a real girl. Cis means like male or female. Woman. Yeah. I agree. I fucking agree. Cis means real. It's it would mean like a, like a tradi- I guess a regular woman. No, a, like no, an actual a like a real woman. Shit. A healthy a- functioning <laughs> or a birther, someone who can give birth. <laughs> a birther? What the All fuck right, real is this? A birther. Wait, wait. So no, this no, is how no, let, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let, we won't put we won't put the 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 pictures up. Oh, yeah, I just yeah, want yeah. you to test it. You're going to be a tranny if you if you want we can do it. Thank you. Thank you. Let's do the rest of the podcast if you want we can do it at the end. No, no, no. No, no, no. Cuz Damien, these are photos that are random. They won't show the photos. No, I know. Yeah, we're not showing the photos. I know, but they're also scattered throughout my phone and like it's not like I don't have these I don't have it like in an You're talking you don't have a folder? No, I don't have a folder. This you're lying to us. I don't. seems like an organized podcast. We bring you on the podcast and you're going to lie to us. You don't have a folder of this? No, I don't. He has like actual pictures on my laptop not on my, uh, not on my phone yeah. fuck that would have wow. been hilarious really? so, wait so, so wait. then what's the difference between now at the end of the podcast you doing because, any because, porn? because at the end of the podcast I can go through and I can like I can say okay I'll screenshot the different photos do it now long. do it now do That's you do take... any ladyboy porn no. yeah we, we can no. cut the time no. we can cut the time like if you just do it now Okay, sure. Yes. Okay, but look, 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 I'm being serious. So these, look, I'm being serious. These are people that I, a lot of them are people who yeah. I actually know. We're not going to yeah, know. Yeah. We, 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 won't show, we won't show the camera. We'll just keep it between yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, so but I just want to test know. him. Right. Because okay. he doesn't right. think he can. Let's can, make it simpler. Sure. Let's make it simpler. Yep. I will just scroll through the pictures and then show Nikki Rod. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Nikki Rod. If you're looking to support the Simple Man podcast and myself, please check out carnejerky.com. C-A-R-N-E-J-E-R-K-Y. Guys, Violent Hippie, massive supplements, get the smashing greens, smashing reds, all the vitamins, nutrients you need to get that body that you want. What's up, y'all? It's Damian Anderson and Nikki Rod from the Simple Land Podcast. We're here to let you know that our merch is live. You, know, you guys want some t-shirts, some fancy cups, support the Simple Man Podcast and get our merch. Link in bio. <laughs> And let's be clear for everyone watching why I have these photos. I have these photos just for this situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you honestly do. This is not a joke. You've, you've tested people very often. You're like, look, no one can tell the difference. So I'll no, say, he says, would you bang this? Yeah, I'll, I'll, say, always, I'll, yeah. I'll just say no. Yeah, yeah. Whenever Rob asked me, I'm like, no, I wouldn't go near that. Is it? Does that make me gay? Yes or no? Man. No, that's a woman. That's Boom! A, that's an actual girl. Watch out, thing. If I'm yeah. being honest, not, I was I was just I was too nervous to say. <laughs> so give me another one. one. I would say man for everything. Give me another one. I'll, I'll actually look. So zero right. zero. Uh, no, we cast that. That's not zeros. That's one. That's that was zero. Go. Yeah, you mess up one. Okay, zero one. Right. One X. Okay, so this is. I mean, I don't. I have to zoom in on this one. It's not the best quality. 
That's a man. No, that's a woman. That's zero another for woman. Oh, for zero two. for two. Well, show me a man, and I'll tell you all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing it safe. I'm playing it safe. Yeah. You got to give your honest opinion. Next one. He's going to say that every time. Just keep giving him girls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a man to me. What's the answer? I'm going to say that's a man. That's all right. That is all right. That is all right. Just keep doing it, girl. Keep doing girl. But that one, or was, Willie. that one was a lady boy. Can we see? Can we see? Let, yeah. Let us see. Sure. This is the lady boy. <laughs> he's like, Bro, this is what I'm saying. Like, like, this is the lady boy. What is it? I'm like, that's a woman. That's a woman. <laughs> Bro, if you look at that. Yeah. yeah dude. I mean, look at the elbows. The elbows are off the screen there. You're not going to tell me. He only gets that because he's like, all right, it has to be this one eventually. Yeah, yeah. That's why I just keep doing If you just keep giving the same answer, eventually you're going to be correct, right? Well, some girls look manly. What do you want me to say? Just keep doing fucking girls. See what happens. Okay. Don't trick me. <laughs> On my own? My own house? There's a few that are very hard. Oh, it's empty. I just want to see the... I don't know. Is an energy drink from his fridge? Oh. Okay. What about what about this one? Man. That's a man. All right. Yeah. Well, lady boy. Just right. you girls. I'm, oh, I'm just going... That's a man. <laughs> I got, I got, you know how I can tell? <laughs> the elbows. Cheekbones. Cheekbones? But he's, yep. you've he, given the same answer all four times Yeah, now. no, just keep so doing girls. So I'm 50-50, two, two for two. Yeah, just next keep one guaranteed girls. I'm correct. Keep doing girls. See what happens. I'm on a roll. Oh, man, for sure. No, that's a girl. No, no, no. That's a girl. <laughs> no, it's a girl. That's a girl. Nah. <laughs> Prove it. I know that person. <laughs> you know, right. How well do you know him? <laughs> Relative. Her? her? Yeah, it's at him. That, no, that's right. Her. It's a her. <laughs> I don't want to guess this one. <laughs> <laughs> See, no, you have to. You have to. Pointy knuckles. <laughs> I'm gonna say girl. No, that's a lady boy. Oh, you're gay. Oh! <laughs> let me see. Let me see. It's different. I can't smell them through the phone. <laughs> so this is the one that. So I. Wow. Yeah. And look, he cropped it off right where the wiener would be. No, that's <laughs> fucking cheating. Like that's cheating. Penis. <laughs> oh, that's a girl for sure. Not all. Yeah, look to me. <laughs> We'll do. We'll do one. I know those. You heard me say the knuckles. Though. I was like, this can't fool me. Well, well it did. It I was just saying it'd be nice. And they got feelings too. All right, we'll do one more. What's the ethnicity of this one? I I don't know. She's not Thai. This is someone in Austin. Man, no, that's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> They're all men to me. Let me see. Again, unless they're unless they're lying to me, I don't know. Right? Nikki Raj just now any photo of a girl, he's gonna be like, "That's a guy, that's a guy." <laughs> that is hilarious. So, what was yeah. the rate? I'm clipping that. I think I won. <laughs> no, you're you're in a, a loss. You, a you got one right. But oh, the thing is, that you kept saying right. "man." It's almost like cheating, right? Like if you keep saying because if you say that enough times, you said "girl" once and it yeah, was wrong. Because like okay, so, <laughs> I said that because I was like, I gotta be nice here. Well, the knuckles were so pointy. I was like, all right, maybe this is an over exaggeration. <laughs> Maybe he's trying to trick you. It's a pixelated picture. So the thing is, like, if you so from a, like a strategic perspective, if you always say "man," you can never be accused of being gay. Then, right? Because well, you're like, like, like guy, I'm so gay that I have sex with no women in case they're lady boys. <laughs> or sorry, I'm so straight. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I'm so gay. Sorry, sorry. I'm, no, I'm, so, whoa. Whoa. I'm, so, I'm so straight that I never have sex with any women in case they're lady boys. That's that's the right yeah, thing. That's to the do. straightest thing to men. do. Be careful. You have any kinks? 
I'm not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, why do you think I have these pictures? Yeah. <laughs> um, like, like, you like me, because you're jujitsu, you like being strangled or anything weird like that? No. 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 But also, let's keep the this on the this? podcast. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, going back to what I've been doing the last few months, <laughs> I think we found out. <laughs> but so, yeah, but I mean, like, Wait. I. Wait. Well, sorry. All right. Was it further question? Why did you wrestle? Why did you start wrestling? Because I want to, like, win i want to do better right? why did you not want to wrestle and then now you want to wrestle he's trying to get you to say me and nikki were right he's trying to because, be like you know what damien i just respect your opinion so much that i i realized like he's right about literally everything I, how, how long nikki, have you been training wrestling for i started i mean i started working wrestling like maybe like when i went to bangkok i started doing a lot of it with tyler uh, oh Tyler! I, oh yeah, yeah. Ah, Tyler! Bro, I have, how is he, man? Yeah, he's good. We hung out like all the time. Fuck. Yeah, he's one of my best friends in Bangkok. One of the boys, man. Yeah. One of the OGs. Yeah, yeah. He's he with a, a girl, right? Uh, they broke up. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Well. Damn. Uh, yeah. I thought a huge reason why he went back was yeah. I thought her. that. Um, I, maybe it was. I'm not sure, but it's also like I mean, objective cheaper. It's cheaper. Objectively speaking, Bangkok is a great place to live. Really? But there are. Problems with you it. You have air conditioning and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's like, dude, it's very developed. Question, All question. Right. What, what are the cons to living there? Okay, so the biggest con. All the chicks have dicks. That's uh, not for me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so, not a con. <laughs> that's a neutral factor. Anyway. Anyway, so the biggest con, and I mean this seriously, is like, yeah, and you, maybe you can't understand this until you experience it. What if a place is too good? That you just like your whole life is so good that you like have no motivation and you're like, it's just so good. Some of the islanders experience this, like um, living in Puerto Rico. If you go to like They're Hawaii, lazy. people are like, they won't drive thirty minutes away to do anything. They're like, fuck, it's great here. We have a beach and sunny all the time. I have coconuts in my tree. Fuck work. I'm just chilling. Dude, I was I was in Hawaii for like a week and a half, and I still to this day. I'm like I want to be back in Hawaii. Just yeah. beautiful. It was fucking. And everybody awesome. in Hawaii is like, yeah, I'm, I'm just chilling. I'm good. We made it. Well, I think a lot of them are poor, but I think it's good if you can. Afford it's to poor, live but out. they yeah. can surf every day. So like, fuck it. I got. I'm, I'm living so the life. It, it's a it, it, when you're in a place where the life is so good, it's hard. It's not impossible, but it's harder to be uh, focused on certain goals depending on what those goals are and for me i felt like like i still like bangkok and i i maybe i end up living there and i definitely want to go back there frequently throughout my life i think it's a great place but i do think that uh you know it's a harder place to be a successful competitor right because the quality of training is lower and i think a part of that i think it might come down to the fact that dude the cost of living there is so cheap like i'll, I'll give you guys a breakdown of like what my expenses were right so to get an apartment in Bangkok, Thailand, a very good one. You're talking. Which is a very. What is a very good apartment? Very, I mean, I would just say like it's like, uh, I don't know, like big. Give me square footage, and, uh, uh, and I'm not sure what the square footage was. It was relatively big. Our one bedroom. This is like 500 okay, square foot. Okay, one bedroom, but like very nice and like a, a building with uh, like a top floor pool and a sauna like in the, like I would do my weight cuts in the apartment okay, complex okay. Everything, right clean uh, apartment like nice yeah nice you have area. like people that come in and clean stuff oh, if you cool. want right okay the super clean everything um, 
uh, you're talking like six, seven, eight hundred dollars a month. A month. Now, if you want that's a more insane. regular S place, so when I first went there, I got a place for a hundred fifty dollars, right? And that's it's not a dump. It was not amazing, but not terrible. And then I eventually I went to a place that was three hundred dollars, which is a little bit nicer. And then eventually I went to um, like a nicer place, just because I uh, I just felt like it. Right? I wanted to move to a different area. Yeah. Right? You should yeah. always upgrade in life. That's what I was doing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. The strategy, but yeah, so like you have that, and then you have food. Food is so fucking cheap. I would get kalpat kai every morning. What is that? It's just like a fried rice thing. I would get kalpat kai, and if I could get it, kalman gai. Kalman gai is my favorite, like which is another like rice thing, and it's like you're talking like two dollars. I would get three espresso every three double espresso every morning from the same lady that I got my kalpat kai from. It's a lot of caffeine. Double, yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> Six espressos. So this lady was so funny. Her nickname is Beer. All Thai people have nicknames, and she, uh, I would get my coffee and my my coffee. rice from her every morning. I'm the last remaining New Yorker on the team. Actually, yeah. I thought about that. Long Island. After Frank Long. left, right? I'm the last one. Yeah, Frank yeah. and Jason. Everyone like, else is Jersey. No, I'm the last New York guy. Yeah, but anyway, Frank was funny. Yeah, Frank was so funny. Frank Rosenthal. So fun. He's do, got do, his own academy now. Doing right? well in yeah. yeah Virginia. You guys visit it? You visited it? I haven't, I haven't been, there, been yet. there yet. I'd like to someday for sure. No, yeah. for sure. I want to swing by there. Yeah. I haven't I seen him in forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he was hilarious. Yeah, yeah good what? personality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So anyway, beer said to me like one morning she goes, "I'm limiting you to three espresso, three double espresso a day," because I would get like four or five if she didn't Fuck. stop me. Yeah. I don't know how much caffeine is in those things, but you guys remember about 100, 120 per double. Yeah. All right, real yeah. quick though. So eight hundred bucks, or right, a couple bucks. Yeah. For that, uh, how's say you have a staff infection or like how's the medical? Well, the hospitals are pretty good. There's English speaking hospitals. I went to one because I had uh, a small injury that I wanted to get taken what care about of. About a doctor. Um, yeah, you have English speaking doctors. Now, I mean, they're not American doctors. They're definitely not going to be as good. But like you know, you go to an English speaking hospital that's cater built to cater to foreigners if you bangkok is a city in my opinion bangkok is the city in the world with the best level of uh development relative to the cost so i personally prefer as a place to live in some respects singapore like singapore is an amazing country the problem with singapore is if you're looking for a place with a low cost of living that's not it singapore is more expensive than anywhere i've lived in the u.s right it's not cheap so yeah, it's pretty brutal, um, but it's if you can afford it, it's amazing. I, I'd rather live there than anywhere, maybe. Um, <coughs> do you need a doctor's prescription for like antibiotics um, or like no and pain for, meds and, or for and for tests because I know that's what you're gonna. Oh get yes, next. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you just get over the counter. Uh, uh, yeah, you can for sure. Like I walked into a pharmacy and just said, "Do you guys have something for staff?" Right, because staff was going around some of the gyms. I wanted to make sure I didn't get it. I got Hippoclens and I got antibiotics. They just gave it to me. Well, Hippoclens is like over, over the, the counter. counter. For yeah. sure. But the, uh, the, uh, the antibiotics, antibiotics, they just sold to me. Well, yeah. Uh, the same thing in Mexico. Um, you didn't have to get any surgeries or anything out there before. No, no. How much does our, one of those apartments cost? Like the 800 bucks a month? What if I want to buy an apartment? I have there? no idea. I've never like looked into that. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, ultimately what I'll say is this. I think if you had 10 to 12K USD a year and you're not a big spender, you can live pretty well in a place like Bangkok. That's insane. Yeah. Just uh, you, this is completely different, but you refereed at the AIGA. Yeah. How's that? Uh, it was an awesome experience. Like they, You refed 
some like pretty serious, like big yeah. matches, like high profile matches, right? Yeah, for sure. I, I refed, I think the highest level guy in terms of accomplishments that I ref was Giancarlo. Uh, oh, I think he's oh. the only ADCC gold medalist who I refed that day. Hmm. I think so, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, I refed a lot of really awesome matches. Um, and yeah, I mean, I. I had a really good experience with them. I'm going back yeah. to ref for them again in May at a, the Sao Paulo event. Okay. So May 11th, I'll be going to Sao Paulo Damn. to referee for them. So they're having an event in Sao Paulo. Yeah. They? They're oh, also wow. having... Oh, wait. I don't know if I should say this on the air. I'll tell you guys off. The yeah, air. tell us after. It hasn't been announced yet. Yeah. But um, they are a very ambitious organization, which is... They, yeah, yeah. They want to expand a lot. Yeah. And um, yeah, I... I I am super happy they asked me to ref. I am, as of now, the only non-Kazakh ref they have. I'd like to keep it that way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, like, I do like the idea of working with them as much as possible because I want to – I like refing. I want to ref for ADCC. I ref, I've refed ADCC Opens in Asia. I've refed Trials in Asia. Mm. I, I'd like to do more of those if I can. Hopefully – I'd like to get on the North American trials refing staff if I can. If I can't, it's no big deal. It is what it is. But I'd like to if I can. Um, and I want to ref for IEGA as much as possible too. And any yeah. other organizations that are interested in, in having me ref, right? So yeah. What do you got coming up competition? Uh, so I'm doing ADCC Canada February 3rd, which I hope Ethan is not doing. February 3rd? Yeah. It's in, in Montreal? In Toronto. Yeah. Oh. Are you doing that one? I cannot leave the country until my visa goes through. So. Great. Happy to hear it. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, what weight class? Uh, I think they have a 70 kilogram weight. Yeah, class. 70. Yeah. yeah. Like 154. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. So, I'll do that. And then I might do the <clears throat> East Coast Open February 10th. I'm considering it. If not, East Coast Open? The Atlantic City Open. Oh, wow. Atlantic oh, City Atlantic Open. City. Yeah. They're not doing it. Oh, actually, never mind. I don't know. Um, so the Atlantic City Open, I might do that, or I might do. There's like a vow submission series on the same day that I heard here. Yeah, in Austin, and maybe I'll. I don't know. Maybe I'll do that. And then there's the uh, European Trials, February seventeenth. Mm -hmm. And then I I might do two small local tournaments on the build up, but I don't know. I mean, I almost feel like doing those tournaments is kind of a lose lose. When are you gonna? How long are you gonna be here for? So I'll be here until North American Trials. Maybe another month after that, with the exception of a. About half a week in Europe and then three weeks in Vietnam. So I'm going back to Vietnam. So a month. Oh, no. I'm yeah. Gonna, no, no, no. I mean, so I have a, a month and a half. I leave. I'm going to leave about February 13th. That's like half the month, right? And then uh, there's only three and a half weeks. That's only, it's not a full month, almost, but, you know. All and right. then I come back for another month after that. And then I might stay for the month of April. I'm like kind of on the fence about what I'm doing that month. It all comes down to like, can I get enough? So, what, so, for instance, like one of the reasons living here is more difficult is that like I'm not like a full-time instructor here, right? I have to make my living with instructionals and seminars. And I don't really want to have – bro, I'm flying every fucking weekend to do seminars while I'm here, right? Um, and That's brutal. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, my cost, my cost of living here is way higher. The advantage of being in Austin for me is the training. Training. The training. It's the best training, right? Um, and – and, and also the access to seminars and competitions is definitely way better. In the U.S., yeah, you're saying? It's yeah. way better, for sure. You can get good seminars in other parts of the world. Like, I've gotten cool seminars in other areas. When I go back to Asia, there was this guy who just hit me up from Australia. He wants me to come out. So that's a little bit I closer. I feel like Asia 
like Asia in and of itself for seminars probably sucks. No, unless it's like Japan or Singapore. No, no, no. There's a, I don't, Thailand. You're gonna get good, good paying seminars for there? sure, for no sure. Way. Because no, I, you're. That's not true. You can get good seminars in Asia, just not to the level of the <clears throat> U.S. Right. So that's I, what I'm saying. I did a seminar in Cambodia, which is a very impoverished third world country, <laughs> and I wound up making like a decent amount of money on that. Not, I mean, it's relative to the country, right? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not going to be the U.S. Yeah, I think for U.S., sure. Australia, then Europe. That's probably like the, the the tier. I, I actually maybe maybe Japan. I, I mean, I or Singapore. I think you know you're right that it's not as good as the U.S. for sure, but it's not terrible, right? Um, and I think that. For me, like I think that when you're making these choices about where to live, a big part of it is like, to, like for me, like there's three things that I I think about. Right, the first is where can I get good training, right? And certain places in Thailand, you definitely can. Like Phuket, the training is actually pretty good. Uh, it's not amazing relative to like Austin, but it's pretty good. Second thing is cost of living, right? That matters a lot, right? Uh, and then the third thing is just where are you happy, right? Where do I like being? And for me, like I'm so for instance, like if I only evaluate happiness, I would pick Italy. No questions asked. I would pick Italy a hundred percent. Really? Yeah, my life would be so what part. Uh, preferably the South. Like Naples is my favorite city in Italy. Mm. Why is that? better than Florence? Oh, I've never been to Florence, so mm. I'm not sure. I, for me personally, location doesn't affect my happiness. But it does if you're if like, you're stuck like in 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 a snow capital or fucking snowboarding. It's gloomy. <laughs> what if you can't train? You can't train in Italy? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, not to the same level, right? Like, so if I go to yeah, like, location, definitely affects me. Like, yeah, for sure. You just said you're happy in Hawaii. No, I said I want to be in Hawaii, but I'm not happy. I'm never happy. No, no. no. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is is that like <laughs> mindset matters, right? A lot, right? And you can yeah. be happy in places that are not like the best place for you, right? For sure. I agree with that. I just also think that like, you know, factoring in where you like it more, right? Like I love Italy because like I would like to be fluent in Italian and I think being there obviously is the best way to do that. I I like like how it feels to walk around the cities. How's like, the pizza? That's obviously very good. Not as good as New York pizza, which well, really? they, they will crucify me. Well, it's for different. If it's, it's, it's different, different pizza, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a different. It definitely has New like, York. The New York pizza is fucking fire, bro. Have you? You got to try Pedrosa's pie out here. Okay, oh, sure. really Pedrosa's. Good. We should try to get a Pedrosa sponsorship. Come on, let's talk bro, about it. I'll, <laughs> I'd rather just pay them. It's so good. Take my no, money. They deserve it. Uh, fair enough. They do. It's really good pizza in Austin. <clears throat> do you guys cold plunge? Uh, yes. No, it's like I think there's no scientific basis for this. <laughs> Well, I think like, it's just like uh, like icing an injury, like reduce inflammation. Yeah, like There's like so much that. conflicting evidence about whether that does anything. Tell me, like if you read like the like the sort of journals, like icing injuries is like so, I've heard from so many different physical therapists, and I've read different like journal articles, like conflicting information about whether icing does anything. So I stopped icing years ago because I'm like, if different people who are all well educated are like arguing about whether this does anything, and I don't really want to do it, then I'm not. Well, I think, all right, so you get an injury, maybe sprain a wrist, wrist swells up, right? Uh, a lot of this, a lot of the pain is from is due from the inflammation, the swelling. Mm -hmm. So you dull, you dull the inflammation using ice, and then once you stop, you get more n more blood that flows back into the location, which which also helps repair. Yeah. So you have you have two options, right? Either you just let it swell up and let your body uh, repair itself, or you can help 
I think I think it might help with with the it definitely helps with the pain, but it could help with the with the healing the speeding the healing process because you're you're shrinking all the capillaries in there, and then once they warm back up, their blood's shooting back in there, so maybe get a, a fresher flow of blood instead of stagnant blood that's filling that's uh, repairing. Yeah, I know like the logic behind how it's supposed to work, but I've just also read that it doesn't do. For anything. me, I don't care about the I don't I genuinely agree with you. I don't necessarily think ice bath helps my injuries mm. i genuinely just like it because i can sleep through the night without moving it is fucking insane mm. i don't know i think I'll, it's it's good for them for the mentality too like if i think just so dealing with some adversity like it sucks but you can you can stay in there there's definitely something to that well why sure. do you why do you uh yeah i think <clears throat> it's a combination of what you guys are saying like i, I sleep better it's a mentality thing. Like I'm going to push through it and I genuinely feel so much better head to toe physically after doing like a couple, like as long as I can sauna and then like a solid, like three minute, four minute in the cold plunge. Um, and, uh, I obviously, I like, I, I know there's conflicting research, but I think there's much more research that's like, uh, defined in longevity being improved with ice bathing, ice baths. I don't enjoy them, so I choose to believe the research. That means that's that a part of the mentality. You got to do shit you don't enjoy, right? Yeah, no, I get it, right? So if it's good, yeah. and it's definitely not going to hurt. Right, sure. Yeah. It definitely, you're right. It's not like going to do anything bad, except I hate it, so I don't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, I think I'm going to start cold plunging. I'm getting a cold plunge at my house. The feeling, yeah. I, I don't know if you guys have gotten this, like after whatever, like a decent sauna run, and then a, like good cold I don't know, like a solid three minutes, four minutes. If it's like circulating, uh, you, I get high after. Yeah, like it's such a good fucking feeling. It's like yeah, yeah. terrible while you're in there, and you kind of go numb, and then you get out, and you're like, like buzzing. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm sure other people I, have I feel that, that too. experience. It's yeah, yeah. It's very like a, head, like a head rushed, head buzz type of thing. Like it's crazy. You feel high. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you, that's uh, I think. Um, attributed to like the an actual serotonin or dopamine whatever the fuck neurotransmitter uh influx of some sort so yeah that's i feel great after that. and i sleep so much better after i do it like yeah for me that. it's yeah. it's purely for sleep yeah like that's the only thing that i i don't think my body feels any better you're gonna recover better if you're sleeping better I, I i yeah. genuinely because i toss and turn like when i sleep like i I'm still sleeping, but I can feel myself going to the other shoulder. You put your, yeah, you like put your AC on high? Yeah, 66. 66 uh, too high. Far too high. You got to sleep. They way said, too hot. They said the best is uh, 64. I usually do 63. What? Yep. Dude, sure. I'm at like 58. Oh, my God. 100%. Yeah, you got to sleep. You want to be like shivering before you go sleep. And uh, you guys are sleeping naked. Butt ass, butt ass naked. 58 yeah. degrees. See, I was, well, at, I'm doing I was 63. at 80 last night. That's horrible. That's, That's disgusting. disgusting. I think my what, body you're is made sweating. Of lava? No, I'm you're sweating. I think I'm used to Southeast Asia. Like I was no. in Singapore for a long time, and you then get Thailand. good sleep when you're when you're cold. Though. Yeah, yeah. Sixty uh, sixty four is okay. Fifty eight. That's nuts. If mine went that low, I would. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if mine can go that low. I so wonder if it actually 64. gets to that temperature. Like, I, I set it to no that so it way. just stays on. There's like, no way it's getting to fifty eight. I, I hope it does. <laughs> I put it there. You think 66 but, is too hot? Maybe I'll try yeah, it. For oh, sure. Go 64. Maybe I'll try that. But anyways, yeah. when I cold plunge and I sleep, I do not move. I might as well be dead. I bet it's because your core temperature is, is stuck low. 
I don't know. But that's the only thing that I genuinely felt. I was like, wow, this is insane. I remember you were saying something about it. Yeah. Didn't really pay attention to it. <laughs> I didn't I listen to did, a word you're fucking saying. <laughs> uh, and then I did it. I was like, wow, that's insane. Yeah, it's so, worth it. Ty- Tyler loves these. So he would ask he, me all the time. He's kind of nuts with that. He does like 12 minutes. Yeah, he does. Wow, so that's I insane. used to hyperthermic. Yeah, so there's a point where it's it's bad for your extremities. Over yeah. six minutes apparently is yeah. actually uh, detrimental. So I you used, start to hurt. Yeah, you start to fuck yourself up or something. I used to do thirty minute ones. So maybe I hate them because I used Brother, to do that. Thirty minutes. That's dangerous. Why no, do you do what, everything what, to such what extreme temperature? <laughs> moderation? <laughs> what temperature? Is this water? There's no way you're doing it was like 39 degrees. I was. It was really cold. I was dumping like bags of ice for 30 minutes. Yeah. So I had a hand injury from gi training, and I was Ugh. like, "I'll do whatever it takes to heal this thing." And so I'll dump my whole body with my hands out. <laughs> no, so I, would, I would lie in the the bath and put my hands by my side. I would put a laptop over there, put a YouTube video on, and wait till 30 minutes had gone by, and then get out, and then run into a hot shower right away. That's fucking yeah. So maybe I was just to, you're supposed it. to let yourself heat back up. Naturally. Wait, you don't yeah. like to do the sauna? I go right into a sauna after. No, I end like on cold. cold before. Oh, end you're saying cold. end on cold end and on let cold. your body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You shiver and you get like other benefits. It's supposed to be better? Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be cold for too long. You, when's the last time you cold plunge? You 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 had one before, right? You did no, something? no, I, I'll go to like on it or, ku, or Kuya here and there. And I'll, do, I'll do it occasionally. Um, but yeah, how, I mean, how, how many minutes? Uh, I'll do like two in the in the cold one or two. It's not, you know. See, that doesn't sound that bad. Actually. But I feel yeah, like if, if you do one minute, you could just still you could three just minutes still in there. That's what I do. Three and out. If the water's moving, it's way colder. More, it's yeah, colder. It's way colder. Yeah, I do yeah. the I do it's the circular twenty nine times more thermogenic. Yeah. I do the circular one in in Kuya, The ones that's on the yeah. floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, circulating one. Yeah, yeah, circulating. I, I do. Um, are you gonna get a, a sauna here? Um, I had I had uh, the brand the plunge hit me up so maybe maybe oh, do, nice. get yeah, a sauna. Yeah. And, uh, I'm gonna get a cold plunge, but I think I would get a sauna before a cold plunge. I I would. I want well, bo- I would either want, I want both, both or nothing. Yeah, no, that's that's how I feel. Both or nothing. Yeah. One at a time. Nah. All right. If it's fr- they're gonna it's gonna be complimentary. I just make some oh, content. Right. Yeah, that's fucking make great. Some content yeah, for yeah, a yeah. yeah. So what did you guys think of? Did you guys watch Asian Trials too? No. No, I just saw like the highlights. Saw Joe Chen's. Uh, no, that was that was no, European, European stuff. Oh, yeah, they yeah. definitely didn't watch you Europe. Fucking racist. Oh, who won Asian at sixty six? <laughs> it was uh, Ethan, Thomas, Ethan Thomas, right? Yeah, remember that guy? Oh, fuck! Yeah, yeah. I can't believe he did sixty six. Yeah, that looked. I thought he was bigger than that. He's yeah. definitely bigger. He probably he lost a lot of weight. Like yeah. apparently, apparently, he got really good. That's yeah, what I mean, um, people were saying. He like, was good. I refed a lot sure, of his yeah. matches. Well, well, we trained with him at... He uh, Henzo's. Yeah, he, just, oh, he came to Henzo's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were and never I, there when he was there? I, maybe I rolled with him, but I don't remember it. He you was know. a lot bigger. He was like, I think, close to 180. Maybe. I don't know. He was bigger. I remember he came... The first time he came, he got like destroyed by everyone. Then he went went home. And then the second time he came back, he was Way so better. good. I was like, holy yeah. shit. And was then, he stronger uh, or he was better? No, no. Genuinely better. Like oh, genuinely okay. got better. And then, um, yeah, like super good. And then now, uh, anytime people from Australia come back and they talk about Ethan, he's like, dude, this guy is like really good now. He did great. It's weird hearing yeah. my name talking <laughs> on another person's body. <laughs> yeah, there can anyway. only be one. Yeah, shit. That would be um, it. How did yeah, his How did match. his matches yeah, go? Yeah, sure. I, I think. I mean, I personally do think you would win, but I think it would. I'm not just saying that. I also think it's true, but I think it would be a good match. For sure. I think Kenta beat him, right, last year or two years ago? Uh, yeah. That was at 77. Uh. Yeah. In Australia. Wow. Yeah. But it was it was a great event. I really, like, enjoyed, like, working it and also just, like, watching the Who matches. won 77, Asian? 77 was Kenta. 
Oh yeah, yeah Kenta yeah. has yeah. never lost a match at trials. That is a crazy <laughs> stat. He's it's won Asian trials. Oh, fuck, I almost had that stat. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the first time you've ever lost a trial? Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, All tri- fuck. any trials. <laughs> Damn. 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 I have to talk about this every fucking episode. <laughs> well, anyway. One loss is not bad. Yeah, it's basically like never losing, right? Exactly. It's close to <laughs> yeah. it. It's the same thing, I think. Yeah. But, I mean, Asian trials are like, they're definitely easier, but they're still pretty tough, right? Overall. Yeah, if you get to like I think the, the last whole, couple people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, yeah. the, the top four, so, top five, yeah. that's, all right, they'll, they'll do very well in any trials. Yeah. But it's like the whole tournament in and of itself is about 200 competitors. No, where, no. No, that's completely. How many competitors? That's just completely inaccurate. How many competitors? I, I don't. Each bracket at least has like sixty to eighty guys, right? So you have 66, 77, 88, 99, 99 plus, and then the women's. They, they weren't qualifying divisions. Okay. Of women's. And let's say we don't count them, just the men, right? Five times. Let's Five. let's say at the lower end of it. I mean, I, and I would be shocked if it was only sixty. So okay. okay, what you have to understand is it's very different for the weight classes. So. Like I think it was Josh Saunders' weight class, for instance. I mean, I, that was a ridiculously small weight okay, class. Okay, how many people? I, there was like nine people. Okay. Yes. But the 66 had... How it, many? I think it might have even had like 100 people in it. It was big. Really? Yeah, because that's... It's, okay. There's more, 256 for 66. No, it's probably like 300 athletes at least. Uh, uh, maybe I'm wrong. No, no. He, he's no, saying no, no. that... I'm saying 256 for East Coast one Charles bracket. 256. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Of course, U.S. Double is the biggest. The size. Yeah. Double the size. No, for that's sure. It may, yeah, but it, it, for sure. U.S. is the hardest trials. There's no denying it, right? Um, for sure. And and I do think Asia is overall the easiest, you know, but... Relative... To the other one. Exactly. It's yeah, still Euro, difficult, Euros right? Middle, yeah. I guess, right? I would say like, yeah, Euro, it's, Euros are interesting when you compare them to like Brazil because Brazil is like very top heavy. If you look at the earlier rounds, in my opinion, they're a little bit easier than Europe. But then when you get to the top, you have like Diego Pato. So it's like, you know what I mean? So it's like at the he's top. He's doing trials, right? He well, he did the, he, he never won. He probably won't have to. Well, he's not going to have no, to. No, no, no. not going to do trials. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I know. I'm just saying like he, he did the last couple and he yeah, didn't yeah. win, right? I think was, he got silver. It was uh, he lost to Baby Shark. Yeah, Baby Shark. Silver. And then who won the other one? Andre? Yeah, Fabricio. Yeah. Fabricio won? I think he won I'm trials. Pretty sure yeah. Fabrizio won trials. Yeah. yeah, he won the second one. Wow, wow! He just like smoked everyone. Yeah. Oh wow! I think I hope I'm remember. I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was it was awesome the whole event. Um, and like, um, I thought Kenta looked ridiculously good. Kenta's so good. Yeah. Such a scrapper. Yeah. And Declan, he's a dog. He is. Yeah. A dog. He's a dog. Yeah. He loves the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Declan also looked so fucking good. Declan won. Declan won. Oh, won eighty eight. He did no, Declan won. I forgot about that. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, Declan, Declan looked, fucked me up like a week ago. He looked. He's a hundred pounds heavier than you. Um, big boy. It, big boy. At, I'm pretty big too. At sixty six, there was a really interesting uh, guy who got silver. So his name is Minoru Takeuchi. I never heard of him before. He he's thirty eight years old and he got silver and he Damn. beat like a lot of like young guys who I thought wow. he went against Daiki. So you guys oh, know yeah. Daiki, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going like to be Daiki guy. versus... So they had Ethan Thomas and David Stoyle on one side. Did you guys oh, have yeah, a Stoyle. war one time? What's that? that you? A war? A with war? Who, who? Oh, no, no. I think it might have been uh, uh, Wojcik. Oh, no, I've never competed against Daiki. No, no, I'm saying training-wise. Oh, I mean, I mean I've rolled them, and it's very hard. Like he, Daiki is like a little... Like, did, like a did you guys have a war so one fun time? To train no? I had B-team. I had B-team. What does that mean, a war? Like a hard round? Yeah. Like crazy hard round, and somebody got mad. No, no, I never... He never gets mad. I'm just so I mean, calm and relaxed all the, the time. What the fuck are you talking it was, about? It was someone else then. 
I forget who. I think it was maybe Wojcik and and Daiki. Mm. I think like because Daiki was catching some subs and then Wojcik like ripped on an Aoki or something like da- something along those sometimes lines. Sometimes Daiki does catch subs and and put him. them on a little bit. You. So. Um, go on. Yeah. So he'll yeah. catch subs and really blast that. Daiki? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think his best thing is actually uh, catching inverted helix. Falling back. Yeah, yeah he's very good yeah, at that. Yeah. For Without sure. an Ashi first. He, he, he catches first. Um, I do kind of feel like that's a move that doesn't really work anymore. No, that's. I don't think that's true at all. I think that's a really good setup, actually. <sighs> I don't know. If I, you just don't allow them to get an Ashi Garami, they can't break you. But Yeah, but it's... They catch your heel and they fall back and just throw up any yeah. leg entanglement. No, but rock, rock how do you, you you deny you deny top leg and then you scoot a little bit this forward? Sound, this sounds to uh, me like just it's, oh someone shoots a double on you, never let them connect their hands. Doubles don't work, right? Like no, I don't know. I actually got the idea from Joe Chen, and then uh, I started really thinking if about Joe it. Joe Chen says like, it. Must be true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Problem, anyway, yeah. let's yeah. agree to disagree on that one. Yeah. I think it can. I mean, will it work every time? No, but I do think it is still good. Um, I, I mean, I've I've used it. Yeah, I used it in the last trials. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So, but your actions, I don't think the guy was good. Your actions contrast with your actually, and you 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 I, have this you have this problem actually of <laughs> of making me try to respect my opponent. Like he's testing your your faith. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I remember you. Uh, you were, I think you were asking like, oh, who do you have next? And I was like, oh, so and so. Eric, I've, I had a match with him. This is yada 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 about his. He's a leg I'm just giving you information. Pull. I'm like, brother, <laughs> come on. I'm just gonna fucking yeah, go. I know that. I remember the match. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You, and you, you beat him pretty easily. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, I'm just giving you information. Now, next time, I'll just be like, David, I've never heard of this person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sometimes just let him go in blind. Ignorance Maybe is bliss. Better, yeah. Ignorance let is the bliss. reactions react. I, I think. I think mm. blind confidence is better. I, that sometimes. I actually fully agree with. If you look at some of like the athletes that are successful in this sport, sometimes it shocks my first me. ADCC. I, <laughs> I was like, how the fuck is this happening? <laughs> Not me. I was like, I it's happening. This happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, in a sense, you do need a bit of delusion yeah. to reach the pinnacle of anything. I agree. And... The most delusional of them all, Nicky Ryan. Look at him, still black belt. Baby. Six months of training. Was it six months? I don't know. For ADCC silver. What was ADCC silver? What was, it was that? Six days. Uh, ADCC world. <laughs> it was like twelve, like twelve or fourteen months. But I won trials with eight months. And then how much? How many months did J Rod win it in? Two. Uh, I think two years. He, he won uh, trials. <laughs> Every time it gets, it gets. Now it's getting more. I thought it was less. I mean, like a year and a half, maybe. Okay. Could have, could have been a year and a half. Okay, what were you saying? There's a great quote. As a blue belt. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. sick. There's a great quote by, do you guys know Prince Nassim Hamed, the boxer? Of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I honestly love that guy. Yeah, me, me too. too. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So there's this great quote by Prince Nassim Hamed where he's getting interviewed. Like he's calling Prince Nassim. Okay, Nassim Hamed. Yeah, I'm just, this is his nickname, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, where he's getting interviewed and he's like, um, I forget exactly even what the question was, but I just remember his answer. He said, whenever I went into the fight, I knew I was going to win. And I just, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, Same. you could have lost, right? Like, because that's my mindset where it's like, what do you mean? You know you're going to win. Like, you could lose. You but can't the, know that. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so, like, the thing is, is like, but I also, so this, it's an interesting thing, right? You, different mindsets, 
there isn't one single correct way to approach thinking in the world, yes. right? Certain people are better suited to being like analysts and strategists, right? And that can also be very helpful as an athlete, right? But then there's also a sense in which just being blind and just being like, I am the best ever. No one can stop me. I'm invincible, right? Like too much of that maybe is not a good thing, right? But having that as an athlete, right? A coach should not have that, I think. coach needs to be an analyst, yeah. I believe. Yeah. An athlete, though, you can have, yeah, a wide spectrum that mm -hmm. still make it to the highest. Imagine and your coach was just like, don't even fucking train. You got this. <laughs> you're, you're you can't be, a, so even an athlete can't be like that, but mm -hmm. like this idea that they are the best, man, that's, that's powerful. Like, I, I forget what, what, what this, what this, it's from a movie, some, some war movie, Maybe um, like Buster. Maybe American, uh, yeah, American uh, uh, sniper or something like that, or Black Hawk Down. I don't know. Basically, one guy was a sniper and uh, he was doing Overwatch for these Marines, and then they were like, the the one guy to the sniper was like, you know, they need you out there. He's like, you know, but I'm just one guy. I'm just a sniper. Like they're not invincible. And the other guy was like, they are if they think they are. And it's like I I genuinely think that's a, like a yeah. powerful mindset. Like. You are that good if you think you are. Like it's that a belief. It's a tricky thing because, like, I'm. <laughs> Rob's like, I'm not. Yeah, like, no, you're not that good. <laughs> it's a tricky Just, thing, you see. <laughs> I'm actually not that good. <laughs> no, I was going to say, it's a tricky thing because, like, I. How do you reverse engineer this sort of psychology, right? Like, I've thought to myself, can I become this way? Because I do think it is helpful. Maybe just thinking too much. I mean, but, like, it's the kind of thing where it's like, if you are. Uh, an analytical person by nature, right? This may like I think there's a sense in which it's too much, right? Yeah, like you yeah. can definitely analyze what your opponent does, uh, and then be like, all right, cool, he does this, I'm gonna do this, and and then allow your reactions to take over, mm -hmm. or you can be like, you can be over analytical, where like, oh fuck, like, this guy's a really good heel hooker, maybe he's good at fifty fifty. I I'll just avoid all fifty fifty. If he gets right. me fifty fifty, I'm <laughs> fucked either way, you know. So um, having some con having confidence everywhere, and I think I think definitely the confidence comes from the training room. You know what I mean? Like it's more than that though. So this is what I think is interesting is, is like, so basically the, what I'm talking about here is like, how do we analyze how to not be analytical, right? Like how do we reverse engineer if someone isn't this way, right? How can it work? Maybe it can't be done. How can someone try to then go in with blind, a, a certain degree yeah. of blind confidence, right? So like I'm thinking of the next European trials, right? Um, I want to think to myself like, of course I'm gonna win. Like no one can stop me. I'm invincible, right? Like, but I, I think you should try to compete like that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably well, his whole thing. Is like, he's like, how do I, how, how does does one do, do that? Yeah, there. how just, does one do that? Just, all right, I'm about to start it for you. <laughs> <laughs> you buy the Nicky Rod pre-match rituals. <laughs> what, what weight class you compete in? Sixty-six. You are the best 66 kilogram grappler that's ever lived. Wow. There, it's undeniable. Sorry, guys. It's hard when there's the <laughs> when two comes, actual yeah. best in the room here. It's hard to, to really... But keep going. When, no it com <laughs> when it comes time to compete, not, nothing else matters besides your singular goal of winning. You see the foot, you break the leg. You see the opponent, you score the points, you win. It's as simple as that. Can I get a recording of this to watch before? You, you have it right now. Oh, shit. All right. Perfect. I'll watch that right before trials. I mean, it, you're welcome, Charles Champ. If I if I win or when, win? when I win, when, when I win, win, I assist when with this win. Yes. Yeah, when when I win. Now it's like starting now. Wink, right. wink. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just. Uh, it's like uh, it's like anything else. You're learning a new thing, right? It's not always yeah. going to be immediate at first, right? 
when I win. The trials. hardest thing to do is when you start adapting this is uh, shutting it off around the real world. Right. Like it's hard to go buy groceries and be like, yeah, I'll fucking kill everybody in here, even though you can. Right. You know, <laughs> but no, you, can. you definitely can if <laughs> yeah. you wanted to. But uh, you but could the, take an AR yeah. and shoot up this. I, I, had, I had this because like, I had the. <laughs> I've had the competition mentality since like high school, you know. So I really had a, a, had the trouble shutting it off in my home life. Like my teachers were giving me homework, and I was like, "Why would you give me homework? I'll, I can fuck you up right now. Why would I you ever get homework?" <laughs> yeah. So I had a problem shutting it off. Now I've I've been this, I've dad. been this person for years, so I understand it. It's a lot of practice that I don't have yet. It's yeah, definitely a lot of practice. But you know. I think just uh, just live that life. Do what you think the best grappler in the world would do and can do it continuously to become that. Okay, sounds good. So there's actually a um, – this has nothing to do about mindset, but there's a book called The Atomic Habit, I believe it's called. Do you know what the book I'm talking about? I've, I've heard, heard the name, but I don't know anything about it. Okay, well, I didn't actually read the book, but <laughs> – I'm not surprised. I, I, uh, <laughs> I listened to some uh, part of the audiobook. More so listening to talks about the book. Okay, let's get let's get on. Sometimes that's all you need. Okay, it's fine. Just getting the gist of it. Right. But basically, the idea is when you have this ideal person that you want to become, you have to think about the habits that make that person what they become, right? And then you have to just emulate those habits. So it's like if you want to be an ADCC trials champion. Think about what an ADCC trials champion does and do that thing. If I want to be yeah. a UFC world champion, I have to think about what are they doing every day and have to make my habits start now and then go ahead. And this is the that. analysis side of things. This is what I'm already good at, right? Like you I, should you should uh, follow the Instagram page, um, Wrestlers Mindset. I, I do. Right. You do? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, really? I don't, I've never heard yeah, of that. Yeah. yeah. What, what is it? Wrestling Mindset. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's in, Instagram page. It's like a good one. He gives like sort of sports psychology yeah all right now yeah. real quick i don't necessarily think i believe in sports psychology well i think you're wrong really you, you think it's a real thing i think i think it just like i i sports psychology myself into being great and now i'm great but well, um, the thing is i think that you already had this mindset prior to sports psychology yeah but i got it from my coaches my my coaches bringing in like in the off season wrestling i wrestled at a club and they would bring in uh, some of the best college coaches in, in the country to come talk, obviously technique, but also talk talk mentality and, w and what it takes to be great in, inside and, and off actually, the mat. Actually, I think you're – now that I so think I've about been, it – I've been okay. a co coach uh, – I feel uh, like if you can let yourself believe it, then it's valuable. But if you have the mindset of like, I'm going to break this down and find like fallacies, then you're not going to – like. It's about how you how you go into it, like how you approach it. Like he said something like, if you just genuinely believe that, then that's it right there. But I know in your head, you're like, well, I don't know about that one thing, and like, because that's you, yeah, you, you got to be able to shut know? that shut that. You got to be able to shut that out that, so you right. can let that in. Yeah. I, I think I'm actually getting better at this. Uh, maybe believe it or not, like I do think I am getting better at it. Um, you know, but. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think that it's it's always going to be a balancing act, right? Dependent upon the individual, right? Yeah. So, like, I don't yeah. think you're going to dramatically change how you approach things, but maybe you can add influences, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, being confident means that you won't hesitate when going for a s s certain movement you know, when it comes to jiu-jitsu. Also, something I, I learned in, uh, like, throughout having different coaches in wrestling is, the like, you really have to buy into what they're saying. Like, when I was, when I was, had a co somebody coaching me, like, whether talking technique or mentality, 
what they said was God's word. It was a hundred percent real, and, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. That's exactly the kind of mindset that, that I'm going to have on on and off the mat. And I think buying in is, is something uh, that's valuable. And sometimes, like yourself, you can say you can say. Oh, I'm the best. I'm gonna win trials. I'm the fucking greatest. But if you have to actually believe it, trick yourself into believing it, and then you'll start finding yourself bringing on the qualities of greatness, doing the training consistently, making the sacrifices uh, that somebody that wants to be the greatest ever would would make. You know, you know what's crazy? Just uh, what you're what you're talking about the coaches thing. Initially, I thought that everyone's kind of born with the way that they are kind of like the way that they're thinking but actually i played football pretty much like my entire life and our coaches yeah would give us these crazy speeches like on how to think how to never give up you you always hustle you you're doing the best you can in everything that you possibly can and uh so much so that in high school like my football coach our football coach all of us are essentially willing to die it's like it's that insane that like you are you are going to try your absolute fucking hardest you're going to rise to the expectations of the like what you have in yourself you believe you can like as a unit you could beat these guys you may or may not beat them you're going to do the absolute 100% of the max effort that you can because yeah, you believe yeah. that you're going to beat them so you're like pissed off if you don't or if you even come close to not beating them so it's like did you um what position you play yeah. i was strong safety uh, I'm strong safety, but like, uh, we, if I had to guess, I thought you'd keep everybody hydrated. Okay, <laughs> God. I just, uh, real quick, guys, I do have to get going soon. Uh, so sorry, yeah, we're fucking wrap it up, fine, wrap it up, fine. wrap it up. Yeah, we didn't want to continue. Oh, you want to plug anything? Uh, instructional is IG page or something? Uh, yeah, so I have a new diagonal Ashi instructional that's coming out hopefully in a couple days. A diagonal Ashi in the Z lock. After that, I'm going to release an introduction to leg locks instructional, but that'll also cover how coaches can safely teach leg locks without having their white belts destroy each other's knees, ideally. Uh, and then I'm going to try to be more consistent with instructionals. I want to release like four a year, um, hopefully. Like one every three months is the goal. Oh. So, yeah. But, I mean, I don't have to go this second. Do you guys want to talk about any last things before I get out of here? Well, honestly, I have to head out too. So okay, let's wrap yeah. it up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll wrap it up. All right. Thanks for coming on, Deagle. Yeah, no worries. Yep. Thanks for having me, Good guys. to have you. Um, Damien. Ethan. Nicky Rod. Robert Deagle. Uh, if you guys like the podcast and want to support the podcast, make sure you're buying our merch. Um, make sure you're you're sharing us. If you watched... Yeah. Oh, thanks. Massive supplements. Get your reds and greens. Make sure that our sponsor stays they're, in business. They're actually really good. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, these are... Uh, well, the greens. The Massive Supplement greens, they have a new formula out. It's new for both, I'm pretty for sure. Both, yeah, uh, reds and for greens. Both, Actually, they're both really good, but my favorite is the greens. Like that is just insane. It's, they're sweet. It's, they're it's like so actually good. really yeah. fucking good. No sugar, but it, it's sweet. Yeah. And yeah. Um, if you watch to the end of the podcast, Deagle, give us an emoji, something that relates to you. What do you want them to leave in the Bang, comments? Bangkok related label. An owl emoji. An, an owl, owl emoji. Okay. Is there, is there one? Yeah, for there, sure. Yeah. Okay, leave an owl emoji in the comments to let us know that you watched to the end, guys. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe. Thank you.